thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Gameware Express. My name is Adam Arinder, and it is Friday, April the 8th, 2016. You're tuning in to episode number 123. That is 123, Vaughn Venters. I, I mentioned that last time. And I'm bringing it back just to you. It's a callback to last week's show. So, what, what's the question? I guess we'll find out later. We will find out later. Yeah, You're thanks for the, the introduction. You just skip Neil Bonham, who's sitting right next to you. I mean, you still have time to talk to him, so... Hey, Neil. Hey, you, you know what I'm proud of? What's that? That's the first time you said 123 and didn't use and. Whoa. When saying the number. I'm, I'm proud of you. I've been keeping track of that for the past, like, 23 episodes. Um, Steven is out right now. He might be joining us later? Maybe. But that's okay. Because to fill his spot, we have not one, but two very special guests joining us this week. We have the co-founders of Bitfinity, the Brothers Toronto, Matthew Toronto. Welcome to the show. Oh, hi, everyone. Matthew is not only the creator of the popular webcomic Brawl in the Family, he's also the artist and a musician for their upcoming title, Tadpole Treble. That's right. Sitting next to him is his brother, Michael Toronto. The more handsome brother. Oh, is that right? Oh. <laughs> uh, Michael is the project lead um, and uh, level designer for Tadpole Treble. Yes, thank you. And you work in the Level Up Labs with yeah. us at King Crow Studios. That's correct, yeah. And uh, we've been enjoying our time with uh, Cody as well as Josh. And Josh is working on Nefarious. Yeah, exactly. It's a big, huge, happy family all yeah, in the Louisiana yeah. Technology Park. I'm super glad we were able to have you all on this week. As many of our listeners know, I've been trying to get more local developers on, try to share the love. Right. Gameware is local. I like to bring on local talent. And now it's a little easier since we kind of work together because you all also work on Quest of Souls with me. But we'll yeah. get to that a little later. First, I want to hear about um, – well, let's go a little broader. First, I want to hear about uh, you all starting Bitfinity. What led you all to that? How is that working out for you all? And then we'll get into uh, to Tadpole Treble. Okay. Uh, yeah, Bitfinity started, I, I think, around 2010. It was really kind of a – it was it kind of – branched out from Brawl in the Family. Okay. Um, I had just sort of started this comic um, based on a bunch of doodles I was doing in class during art mm -hmm. history. I put them online, and people seemed to really like them. So right. it just sort of grew from there, and eventually we decided to uh, sell merchandise on the site, like shirts and mugs and things like that. And that's sort of where Bitfinity originally came from. Okay. But after that, I, I decided it would be a good idea to sort of branch off into video games because it's something that I've always wanted to do. Mm -hmm. It's something that my brother always used to, you know, my brother and I would, would like draw pictures and things at, at home when we were kids mm -hmm. of new Zelda dungeons and Mario stages and Mario <laughs> enemies and stuff, you know, and they, they were kind of terrible ideas, but it did sort of <laughs> plant the seeds for uh, wanting to do a uh, video game business on our own. So... Uh, around that time, we started throwing around the ideas for Tadpole Trump. Yeah, and actually, it came from the um, looking at my dad's uh, piano playing, and he would look at sheet music, and we would imagine a character moving up and down the actual sheet music of the uh, song that he was playing, and that kind of branched out to Tadpole Trouble. Right. And we looked into um, using Matthew's fan base, um, since they were already fans of his, to uh, reach out and get them in touch uh, with a video game that him and I were creating. Right. Okay. It, with uh, to elaborate on that, with like the finale program, which is a composition program, the the as it plays the sheet music back to you, it sort of scrolls forward, and this line kind of goes through like in a lot of music games. You know, go forward and hit the notes, and it would play the song, and it just has this very video gamey kind of feel to it. You know, mm -hmm. having the left to right scrolling, having the things pop up and affect the line. And that just it just felt like it would be a cool idea for a video game to combine that element of sheet music to uh, something more action-oriented. Cool. Yeah. 
yeah, that, that, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, we also come from a musical background. Uh, mm-hmm. Our dad uh, made uh, Evangeline the Musical, which is a mm-hmm. local uh, production. And um, our grandfather also was a uh, the concert. Um, yeah, Baton Rouge concert band, uh, band director. That's right, yeah. So nice. we wanted to do two things we love, video games and music, and put them together mm-hmm. uh, into one project. Cool. So that kind of naturally brings us into the game y'all are making, Tadpole Treble, which right. is kind of a platforming action music game yeah we sort of describe it as a, an action slash music game okay is the closest thing to to describe it as and we actually got the original idea for it kind of a while ago maybe 10 12 years ago yeah mm-hmm. and this was kind of before runners were like a big thing right so right we actually uh even though it seems like we're sort of coming out with a runner after there's been a lot of successful runner kind of games mm-hmm. um the, the idea for this really predates that by quite a bit and a runner ended up being kind of the uh, a very fitting genre for this type of game because the the music is obviously playing automatically as it's as you're going forward. So it's sort of an action music slash runner game, I'd say. Because I'd say all of us on this show are a fan of the music game genre. I think that's safe to say. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> that would be an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> so explain exactly how this works. Okay. Yeah, um, basically this game is a lot different from normal music games in that mm-hmm. um, those are pretty fake um, musical <laughs> games, meaning that it's mostly beats instead of the actual um, music. Yeah, it's sort uh, of an notes. approximation of the music. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. In, in a lot of music games, you'll have like five separate lines, mm-hmm. and the, the notes will sort of be, you know, if it goes lower, it'll go down to one line. If it goes higher, it'll go up. But it won't be the actual notes of the music. Right, right. So that that's kind of uh, an element that we really like about our game is that you have uh, the sheet music kind of laid out, and each of the notes is the actual note of the of the song. So you can mm-hmm. look at the level design and actually play that song. In fact, we have composition mode where you can create your own music and then create your own stages. Oh, cool, yeah. And then you can actually share them with friends using QR codes, which oh, okay. is uh, really neat. And then uh, we actually used our engine and modified it to get a federal grant well, we're in the process of getting a federal grant uh, for a music educational game. That's awesome. Um, yeah, for special needs students. And uh, we're just trying to see if we can tie that in just because it does have that educational element as well. That, that being fun, too. Yeah. So. I mean, uh, I don't know if we've actually described the core gameplay yet, but yeah, no, yeah. You're, you're dodging the, the notes themselves, and you're also hitting elements on the beat, such as mm-hmm. uh, cymbals and bamboo. And those kind of give you extra points. At its heart, it's a sort of arcade-type game okay um so you know we we actually have a, a long time we've always enjoyed challenging games mm-hmm. so we didn't want to make this game too easy or anything right right um so the the game as as the game you know progresses the the levels get more and more difficult because the song gets more difficult mm-hmm. that's sort of a byproduct of of having uh the, the music determine the difficulty of the level uh as if you have something with a lot of notes you know you'll naturally have a lot more obstacles I mean, and all this music is originally composed by yourself. Yes. Or? Okay. Um, I'm I'm the composer for this game, and each of the each of the levels has its own unique song. Okay. And so. we try to do uh, real instruments and um, kind of uh, people that play like violins, play mm-hmm. uh, cellos. Uh, we put you know guitarists in there, piano. Yeah, uh, my play. dad plays uh, brass, so trumpet. I got him to do a few trumpet parts and French horn. I did trombone for it. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, nice. I did trombones <laughs> for it. So. And um, 
yeah, that that way we could really bring the music to the forefront. We kind of felt that was really important for a music game, obviously. Yeah. Obviously, is yeah. there um is there like a story mode we're kind of progressing yeah. through, or is it just kind of songs yeah. lined when, up, or how does that work? Well, when Matthew mentions action, it's also an adventure game. Okay. So you it has a storyline. Um, essentially, spoilers if you want to skip ahead. <laughs> uh, so, so, uh, basically, you get eaten by a pelican and dropped on top of a mountain. The pelican drops you on top of a mountain. You have to work your way back home. And as you're working your way back home, you fight different bosses. Uh, you go through different stages, different type of genre of uh, music, um, yeah. Western style, uh, chiptune style. Mm -hmm. um, we did what were some other styles we did, Matthew? Uh, we did a few uh, South American kind of songs. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that the the core story, like Michael said, is basically you're trying to get home. You're you're a newborn tadpole, and you're making your way through each of these levels. And um, there's a bunch of like little side things we, we wanted to put in to make it a little more, uh, to, you know, to flesh it out some. Mm -hmm. So there's several different types of medals you can get for each level based on your score, based on uh, how many of the currency you pick up in the stage, and just little hidden challenges that you can use to unlock various things. And we thought it was a cool idea because each, each stage has a certain finite time. So we were actually able to put commentary. Each oh, stage, okay. yeah, and you can unlock commentary depending on how bad you do. Like you get an F rank. <laughs> well, you it's, suck. Each it's, it's a it's kind of a unique mechanic because you, you have die. Well, you, you can't die. Uh, as you as you swim past the notes, your score will tally up, you know, naturally. But if you get hit, it goes back. Your streak goes back to one. So the idea is to take just the right the right amount of hits during the level At the right time. to survive and okay. get an F rank, which is a very difficult rank to get, as it turns out. Mm -hmm. So your reward for getting an F rank is uh, hearing us, you know, do commentary for the level. <laughs> more of this, basically. <laughs> more of this. <laughs> what you're hearing now, you get more of that. You get more of this. So. Congratulations. <laughs> I know um, you mentioned the game kind of starts because a pelican eats you up, and the the main character is named Baton. Yes. How much uh, Louisiana influence went into this game? Because it seems like those two right there. From Baton Rouge, yeah, exactly. our state bird is a pelican. How, how much more Louisiana influence went into this title? Well, there's a whole stage that's uh, Midnight Bayou. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we have we have a Bayou stage. Uh, we got crawfish snapping at you. We've got plenty of mosquitoes that are, you know, Louisiana's number one pest. Um, <laughs> Baton definitely, yeah. We we decided on that name partly because Baton, Baton obviously the musical element, but also because of uh, Baton Rouge. Mm -hmm. And uh, I didn't even think of the wow. Blew your mind, Adam. Yeah, it's in two ways. <laughs> Yeah. Neil is our pun master on the show, okay? I expect from this side of the table, not yeah. over hey. here. I'm just letting him talk right now. <laughs> yeah, every creature in the game, every main character, like boss character or main character, has a, a musical-based name. Great. So, so yeah, there's, really definitely cool. a, there's definitely a running theme there. Yeah, we have yeah, a we have, named Walt. We have Walt because he, he has uh, his levels of Walt. Uh, the Coda, uh, the <laughs> is, is Coda. Yeah. Okay. So, and so on. That's really cool. Yeah, we got a we have a we have a Bayou level for sure. Um, I want to talk a little more about the uh, the creation mode because that's mm -hmm. actually you can do that right now. Yes. Right. Yes, we have a demo online for that. Okay. Yeah, you can go to our website, uh, bitfinitygames.com, or the uh, the name of our game, tadpoletrouble.com, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah. you just have to click on play composition mode. It works in most browsers. <laughs> uh, it uses a Unity web player, which yeah. is uh, compatible, I think, with like Safari, mm -hmm. uh, Internet uh, Explorer. And I believe Firefox. I don't think okay. it works for Chrome though. Okay. So, um, so you're basically like literally like just making tunes because you said you have well, the musical 
the bar there, you can just drop notes down? Or We, we were heavily inspired by a, a childhood favorite of mine, Mario Paint. Okay, yep. That's, which that's a good also one. let you uh, compose music. Mm -hmm. But as much as I love Mario Paint, uh, there was a little bit of limitation because, you know, it was like 1993 on the SNES. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you, you couldn't do things like, uh, for instance, sharps or flats or octaves. Mm -hmm. So uh, we want to incorporate that user-friendly uh, element of Mario Paint, which I always thought was great, with uh, just a little bit more uh, functionality in terms of people that want to make fuller songs, make songs, you know, more complex songs. So it's pretty much um, just grab the note and place it on the uh, on the staff, and you know you can drag the the level around and make a, a a song as long as you want, pretty much. And once you're done making it, you can just hit play and then actually swim through it as the mm -hmm. time. Uh, so it's, it sort of doubles as a level maker. So that was actually going to be my next question. Yeah. You're just making music, or can you actually right. play a level, oh, yeah, yeah. too? Yeah, you can so. actually do a level. And, and we made it to where you can actually save in the like your um, your internet browser. Oh, cool. So it allows okay. you to save there. Plus, uh, you get a QR code, which you can then give to your friends. Mm -hmm. And you can be like, hey, check check out my song. Check out my level. Yeah. And then we actually have a forum where people can go and check out other people's levels. And mm -hmm. so there's like Dr. Mario. There's like um, There's a bunch of stuff from Final Undertale. Fantasy three. Oh, bunch a bunch of Undertale. Undertale. <laughs> <laughs> like so, a thousand Undertale. Yeah, there's, wow. there's been there's been a bit of a community that's sort of grown out of this feature mm -hmm. with uh, making songs and sharing them online. So uh, which is which is we were you know really happy to see because we'd see people post their QR codes and we'd load them up into our game and we'd get to hear these songs that people made and, and play through their levels. Mm -hmm. So uh, what we actually did was make a few fan composition sort of compilation YouTube. videos compilation. Oh, cool. yeah. just to sort of show people what was possible and also give credit to people that were making songs. Mm -hmm. So it kind of helped uh, the community grow a little bit from there as well. Is is there a correlation to like the more complex the song sounds, the more difficult of the level? Or can you have like difficult level that does just sound like terrible noise? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like is there a balance between making a song sound good versus making a level fun or difficult? Well, I, I I believe that the more difficult a level, the quicker the the music essentially. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's I mean there's a couple ways you can adjust that. One is the tempo bar, like Michael mentioned, that you can make the song quicker. Naturally, more notes are going to be more difficult. But we also mm -hmm. have uh, a couple enemies you can place into a level okay. in case you just want to make a, a more simple song, but you still want to have that element of challenge. Sort of like oh, Mario really cool. Maker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The enemies will will just float there, but they'll be roadblocks, you know, mm -hmm. and they won't make any sound. Okay. So if you have these gaps in your in your stage, you can you can put them down without actually having to add extra notes if you don't want to mess with the, the sound too much. Speaking of Mario Maker, since that came out last year and was <laughs> a big success, I was wondering how that if that's had any influence or any um, you see any feedback or anything since y'all are making basically a creation a level creation type right. of game. If you're seeing any crossover from Mario Maker, or you're seeing any. Anything from Mario Maker, basically. Mario Maker has made us a little worried a few times. Yeah. <laughs> because, well, originally we wanted the game to come out before Mario Maker. Right. Yeah, because we knew Mario Maker was just going to be terrific with its level design. Because, mm -hmm. you know, it's Mario and it's Nintendo. First party. And they know right. They do. you know, First party stuff, huge budget. Huge budget, yeah. Huge team. But um, we actually were making composition mode before we saw Mario Maker. Uh, yeah. Because we based it off Mario Paint. Right, um, right. Mario Paint. But, and, then, and then they released this Nintendo Direct where it's like, hey, you can make songs in Mario Maker as well. <laughs> we're like, oh, no. What oh, is this? no. <laughs> but as it turns out, it's, it's, it's different. Not enough. as robust. You, know, you, yeah. have to, you have to 
place the uh, blocks at certain heights and uh, it's, it's like making a calculator on a little big planet you can do it right, but it's right. like come on who's really going to take the right. time so it's kind of a complicated thing Minecraft it's, stuff, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's less of a level you know and it's more like the, the stage kind of pushes you or you or you'll run and uh and the song will play you know right right which is, which is cool but it, it's it's different enough from what we're doing that we're not super worried about that sure i mean if anything People could now be more used to making levels, and maybe they're fed up with Mario Maker. So yeah. you know, Vaughn has, has expressed displeasure many a time on the show with oh, the Mario Maker boy. community, and maybe they're like, okay, well, maybe I want to do uh, music levels. Like the, you know, like the stages with like fifty Hammer Brothers stacked on top. Of oh my <laughs> god, those are like some of the worst. Hey, like the three that are I'd love, I'd love to play some of those because most of the ones I played were automatic. Yeah, the automatic um, they, yeah. they are, they, they are better than the automatic levels. I will yeah. say that. Much. Yeah, after a while, the whole Rube Goldberg thing sort of sort of loses its novelty. Then, <laughs> yeah. So that's really cool. Um, what's what is Tadpole Trouble coming out on? When is it coming out? Can you say these things? Sure. Um, it is coming <laughs> out. Can uh, sort of say. Yeah, we can sort of say it's coming out April twenty second on Steam. Okay. Uh, which is for Mac, PC, and Linux. Awesome. Um, we are waiting for Nintendo's final approval. For the Wii U, uh, technically it could come out on the 21st. It could come out okay. before then. It's possible. It's possible <laughs> to come out on the 21st would be the earliest, but it's probable it'll probably be a little later. And Nintendo likes those Thursday releases for their digital games. Yeah, it seems if like. we if we got approved from them, we would release on a Thursday because that's when that's when the eShop update. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that seems like a really perfect platform. Touchscreen again, similar to Mario Maker, but you can mm-hmm. easily drop notes and stuff. I'm sure doing it on the computer with a mouse and keyboard is just as simple. It feels really nice on the Wii U. Yeah, yeah. We, um, composition mode. Uh, it works super well with the with the touch. Yeah. And I assume since when you make your levels, it's just a QR code. There's sort of a cross share, but if I if I have it on PC and Vaughn has it on Wii U, we can make levels and exactly. share them back and forth because it's just a QR code. Two reasons. I mean, the first was uh, for like you said, cross platform, mm-hmm. and the second was literally we were just kind of wanted players to take it upon themselves to share. Yeah. We didn't want to like host anything, uh, deal with any copyright. Mm-hmm. Uh, issues. Yeah, because people can make songs that are licensed and <laughs> they do that can get weird yeah like all those undertale tracks exactly yeah. and what we did was we created a tool much like mario paint or you know like finale where you can create your own music and create your own uh, songs and it's up to you to share We're, okay we, we really don't have it's, it's tricky that. because the music sharing industry the music industry in general is actually super strict about this kind of thing mm-hmm. um we would have loved to have just everything on a server if possible where people could just pull them up you know like mario maker style basically but it just wasn't meant to be because it's just too risky from a, a legal standpoint. No, that, that's totally understandable. So this, this is really the, the best way we can still have that sharing ability while not having that that issue of, of uh, having all that stuff on our server. Cool. That's awesome. Yep. So yeah, check it out, guys. Uh, April 22nd, at least on Steam. Mm-hmm. And I have a special treat for our listeners. Oh. We're going to give away a free copy of Tadpole Treble yep. on Steam. All you have to do... <laughs> It's like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Express. Go to the comments when I post this episode, the SoundCloud link, and leave a comment of the main character's name Ooh. from Tadpole Treble. The first person to do that will get a Steam code for Tadpole Treble. And that's, nice. an, early, that's an early code. And that is an early code. Yeah, yeah, code. Can I sign in with my 22 Facebook account? <laughs> <laughs> Anyone sitting at the table is not eligible to win. <laughs> so uh, I guess moving on. Uh, you guys are also helping us, uh, us out at King Crow Studios work on Quest of Souls. Shameless yeah. plug, shameless plug. Um, well, how is y'all's involvement in that? What are y'all, what are y'all helping us out with for that? Sure, Matthew. Uh, we're doing sound. Uh, okay. Michael's doing the sound effects, and mm-hmm. I'm doing the soundtrack, the music. So in our trailer, you can see you wrote that song. 
Yes. And it's stuck in my head forever now. All watching right. that trailer no, over and over again. Watching the trailer. Okay, good. How how was oh no it's good how is how is balancing uh, doing Quest of Soul stuff and Tapple Treble Soul granted y'all are about to like ship so you yeah. know obviously it's a lot closer than Josh who's our artist who's also doing Nefarious how do, how is balancing that for y'all um it's yep. oh god <laughs> <laughs> crazy it's, it's it's a little bit tricky um for me because I'm also doing Nefarious's music okay so I'm kind of trying to alternate between them like I'll do mm-hmm. a song for Josh and then I'll do a song for Cody mm-hmm. um but specifically about uh, from a compositional standpoint, I gotta say it's really nice to write a song without having to worry about where the notes lie <laughs> in terms of level design. <laughs> That's um, true. Which is which is kind of a relief. But uh, additionally, with Quest of Souls specifically, um, I think he wanted a little bit more of a, uh, a little bit more of a, like an RPG battle feel mm-hmm. um, or a Castlevania sort of feel. So I've kind of looked to those uh, classic games as kind of a bit of an inspiration for. The way the chords go, the way the uh, the instrument choice, you know, I've got some organ in there, I've got some uh, some more orchestral kind of strings and stuff. You know, a little bit of a different style from uh, what I'm used to for Tadpole Trouble. Yeah, sort of Final Fantasy VI, right, Matthew? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, a, that's, a, that's a big one. That's uh, my favorite RPG. So, And it's, I think it's Cody's as well, so that's mm-hmm. definitely something... Um, I would I would love to be compared to you know yeah no that's awesome. yeah it was definitely more hectic uh, when Cody first started the idea of Quest of Souls mm-hmm. around October and yeah, uh, we were still wrapping up we were still wrapping up adding content uh, <laughs> right. to our game currently we are you know at a content freeze a programming freeze so it's a lot easier to reach out and help you know market mm-hmm. uh, and help uh, create sounds and, and songs sounds, yeah. yeah that's really awesome um, cool. I guess let's get on with the uh, I guess the, the meat of our show, the main part of our show. We're going to start, as we always do, 20 minutes in, with our intro question. <laughs> so, for this week's intro question, since it is episode number one, two, three, I want to know, what is y'all's favorite trilogy? Now, okay, so you might have a, a game that you like, but you don't like the sequel too much. I want overall trilogy, game trilogy. Which one of those is y'all's favorite well, mine is more than a trilogy. It doesn't count. Dang. <laughs> Just kidding. What's that? <laughs> well, I can tell I can do two then. Okay. <laughs> My more than a trilogy is Ratchet and Clank. Okay. So well, are we just looking at Ratchet and Clank one, two, and three? Because I'll count that, but we can't look at the whole series. Well, I was looking, that's why I said this is my non trilogy. Okay, yeah, I see I what you're saying. Because like every single game in that series is brilliant. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Uh as far as trilogy, that's a trilogy as of now. Uh-huh. Uncharted. Okay, yep. I figured your answer was going to be Uncharted. It counts for one more month. Yes. Maybe. Um, okay. Oh, no. Game's printed, so it's That's coming. We'll Until we have like another shipping delay, and it's like, oh, it's going to come out June 2nd, we promise. Oh, yeah, no. May 10th, fingers crossed. Cool. Vaughn? Can't think of one right now. I think I'll pass for now. That's not an option, Vaughn. I'm sorry. What, what is you, this? It, it, I was put on the spot, so like, I can't think either. of one. You're put on the spot every week. <laughs> we'll come back to you, Vaughn. Keep That's thinking. Like, like, right. you, always let me, you always let me pass before whenever I couldn't think of it. So like, I, we have yeah, we have guests over Vaughn. We have to look impressive. So let them go first. <laughs> I, I'm impressed. I'm so impressed by you. <laughs> um, I I would have to say, and if I take yours for later, I'm sorry. The Metro Prime tr- trilogy. Okay, yeah, um, good one. Which nice, solid, um, solid three games. I mean, personally, the the second one was a little difficult at times, um, but the first one was just excellent overall, mm-hmm. especially considering the kind of the progress from Super Metroid. Um, to uh, Metro Prime, that first-person, you know, kind of adventure game. Uh, I felt the third one was excellent. Mm-hmm. Use, and use the Wii remote mm-hmm. 
fantastic mm-hmm. uh, as far as like just opening locks and you know just moving the cursor around it almost felt like a kind of a pc fps in a way yeah. with a mouse um so yeah the better prime trilogy for me is just a, just an excellent trilogy cool. that's so. one of those few trilogies i find that just got better with each game yeah. like oh, the yeah. first one is amazing but the second one evolved on that like with the you know light and dark elements and then the third one was just mind-bogglingly good yeah definitely <laughs> and and the first i mean I, I felt that the third one was just well the final boss battle in general was just amazing yeah. you know yeah, that was a good callback yeah now I, metro over the m that's a different story but <laughs> not part of the trilogy <laughs> not part of the trilogy <laughs> i was actually thinking about saying metroid prime trilogy but i have a better one. Oh, okay uh, oh. i like more the earthbound slash mother trilogy okay oh, yeah. also good. one two and three um i actually just beat mother one last year for the first time um uh, you know, they released it as Earthbound Beginnings. Mm-hmm. It was actually a lot better than I thought it would would be. Um, after you sort of get past the whole, it's an NES RPG thing. It's, right. it's got a lot of heart to it. It's got some really, really good music. Mm-hmm. Um, but Earthbound and Mother Three are both two of like my favorite games of all time. They were cool. just fantastic. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mine probably would have been NBA Street, <laughs> but V three was a, it was a kind of a weaker a weaker edition, and then Home Court came out. We don't want to talk about that. So my my official answer will probably be the Sonic the Hedgehog first trilogy one, oh, two, and three. I played those so much, and while two is my my favorite, I think yeah. three is a better game, and I think they progressively got better as they made them. Hmm. So, so does that include well, Sonic and Knuckles? No, 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 no. Or no, it's technically not a numbered game, uh, well, but kind of is because it's an it add-on. Is, and I, the I, second half, like, I mean, it, yeah, I was about to say like, <laughs> it, 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 like Sonic and Knuckles is technically still Sonic Three. It's I know it's like, it's like DLC, so I guess we I guess it does count, and you can add Sonic Two on it, so I guess it works. No, no, Adam, since you're a Sonic fan, I gotta ask, <laughs> um, what is this rumor about Michael Jackson and Sonic music? Have you heard this? Uh, that he wrote it all. No, yeah. Sonic Three music, right? right? Something like that. No, Sonic I, music was done by uh, there was a band in Japan that made all their music. Uh, what was the name of that band? I don't even know. I don't know. I remember <laughs> I reading that was something for about the first one though. Michael was Jackson. It, like, Sonic, Michael, it, it, yeah, I, I think it was confirmed by like his like Michael Jackson had his own Sega that he like played game. a part. <laughs> <laughs> that like Michael Jackson played a part in like making some of the music for three. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, that's the rumor. So. I always always like the uh, the Moonwalker the uh, the sound <laughs> effect that he'll go ah, you know that that Sega that Sega Genesis sound chip yeah it's like ah it's like, everything's oh, so everything's so oh yeah yeah <laughs> of course <laughs> that that buzzy sound chip yeah I the, I definitely think most people would agree the original three Sonics are the are kind of the pinnacle of the series of course yeah, of course yeah. uh, cool so welcome to the show guys oh, thanks. Um, thank you. You never really got back to me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, you wanted to pass. I'm, yeah, just, I'm you guessing your favorite trilogy is Pass One, Two, and Three. <laughs> Man, Pass Two was so much better than Pass One. I don't know what y'all are talking about. Yeah, pass Three was, you know, was all right. But... Do the original U.S. Pokemon games count? Well, yeah, yeah. Red, blue, yellow. I'll allow it. That's a trilogy. I'll, I'll allow it. It's yeah. It came in. It came in a three. <laughs> The, just going through like collecting different Pokemon and having a different adventure for every game was really nice. Have you been playing them on 3DS at all? The, uh, I actually the started Red. I guess that's a segue into the next segment. Oh, okay. <laughs> I started I started up a new adventure of Red. Uh, I'm doing what one of our friends, uh, Renee, did. Uh, start trying to get Ash's original Pokemon team together. So. <laughs> okay. How, that, how, is that, how is that treating you? Well, uh, it's the same game that it was many years ago, and I still love it. 
Well, Nothing really you start changed. with yellow then if you're trying to get his original Pokemon team? <laughs> I, yeah, I could, but red was the first game I ever played. Oh, so. that's true. I'm, I'm kind of makeshifting like yeah. a little bit. How is it going back to, to something like red? Because a lot of people like remember like first gen being so great. But when you go back and play it now, it's very old. It's oh, very it's, antiquated. It's the, hella the, slow, dude. Yeah, the <laughs> systems are so like, oh man. I disagree. Yeah, I disagree. Going back and playing Gen One reminds me of why I liked Pokemon because <laughs> there are no roller skates. Right, there's no roller skates. There's no uh, shitty add-on Pokemon. There's no uh, you know towns that mean nothing. You know, I go to this town. There's nothing but a statue, and then you're supposed to come back 40 hours later, and maybe a legendary Pokemon will be there. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's definitely hella slow. I would have liked running shoes in that game for sure, but you get a bike. I'm gonna hold out until you, the you bike. get the bike. Yeah, yeah come I'm, on. Like the bike's not that far into the game, so once I get to the bike, it'll be a lot faster. But mm-hmm. it's really slow, just walking around right now. I'm trying now. to think of a game where like sprint shoes or running shoes isn't good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, as soon as you get that as an item, you're pretty yeah. much just equipping the heck out of it. You know? Pegasus boots. Yep. They're horrible if you try to navigate the map. (laughs) (laughs) But if you need that rupee out the tree. Yeah, there you go. That's That's better. So you say you're trying to get Ash's original team. Does that mean you're gonna let Butterfree go like halfway through it, and then just like, or, are you really gonna keep your actual Pokemon and not be an idiot? It, I'll just put it in the box. I oh, know you got to do this for real. If you're gonna commit, you better <laughs> yeah, fucking commit. Well, Butterfree's not that great of a Pokemon. Anymore, oh, so it's all good. I, I, much, I, mo- I mostly prefer Beedrill. So mm, can't do that. He gets attacked by Beedrill. Of course. And then yeah. they get electrocuted. And now he's in a coma, and none of this has happened in the past twenty years. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's right. Uh, what else have you been playing, Vaughn? Uh, I started Hyrule Warriors Legends. Uh, how's that going? It's really good. Actually. Oh, that's the opposite so- from every other thing I've heard ever. I think it's really great do because you- like it adds on like way more features than the original game has. Now, do you have a new 3DS? I do. Oh, okay. It was one of the reasons why I got it, other than the fact that like the, it was it's a new like Pokemon the new it's the new Pokemon edition. Ooh, he has it here for all the viewers at home to see. Yeah, comes with like the cool little Charizard and the Blastoise play, face plays. But, but he has Charizard the Charizard, he has the right one. <laughs> and it's got the colored buttons. That's the oh, best okay. part. That's cool. That's yeah. the that's the XL, right? No, this is the this is the regular size. Oh, it's the regular size. Yeah, mm-hmm. those make me want to get Eminem minis. I'm actually playing Fire Emblem on it right yeah, now. Yeah, uh, Birthright. Or... Uh, this is Conquest, but I'm actually playing the Revelation side right now. Whoa. Okay. Well. Oh, okay. And it's got the little C stick, which I've had no use for whatsoever. <laughs> Wait, you don't use that in Hyrule Warriors? I can use it, but it's it's still a lot easier just to press L. Oh, to spin the camera. <laughs> yeah. So so how is obviously you put a lot of hours into Hyrule Warriors on the Wii U. You I got everything. 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 Yeah, everything. I'm, I'm I'm currently playing that, and that's super impressive. So it, you beat all those maps and got all the like the gold things with the unlockable yep, things. Got all the medals. Got all the skull uh, sculptures. I even leveled up all of the characters to max. So 255? Yep. It's dedication. I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them about your Super Smash Brothers for Wii U adventure. Oh, man. That took me a long time. <laughs> I got everything in that game, too. Yep. Oh, I have man. everything in that game, You're too. You're a completionist. I can I'm, respect that. I'm oh, yeah. pretty much a completionist in most games. Well, my brother, Matthew, he did a... Did you do a no sword? Yeah, I, I'm, the, I'm the crazy challenge run guy. I, I like uh, a lot of Zelda 1. Uh, like, I love Zelda 1, so I like to do a lot of challenge runs for that game. And I've done Swordless in Zelda 1. I've done sort of the second quest in Zelda One. I've done Reverse oh Order. Uh, I'm in the middle of doing a three heart run. I'm I'm up to Ganon on the second quest. So um, dang, I don't even do that. <laughs> I love I love Zelda One. It's 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 just a great uh, it's a great game for replay. I find it really is good. Yeah. 
you know, growing up with my brother, I would hear him like yelling basically when he's doing like beautiful Joe and trying to do the extreme mode. <laughs> yeah. Ultra. <B-ray. laughs> I would hear him next door. Like, being like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. He's always going for a hundred percent. Yeah. Challenge runs are fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That's also dedication. I thought Vaughn was crazy in the things he does when he plays games. How many but... hours do you have on, on Hyrule Warriors? Do you know? I don't know, but what, it's got from, from launch to up to when I actually got everything, it took me a year at least. Yeah. yeah. Sounds, about right. <laughs> Sounds about right. Sounds about right. So what changes are in the 3DS version? Obviously, there's the new um, Linkle, the female ish. Yeah, all, Link. All, all the all the new characters. <laughs> I have to start out with playing the story mode, yeah, which I haven't completed yet. Okay. Uh, there there are more characters that you can play during missions. So like they they have like little icons for your characters on the map, so they add actually have like little side missions that you can do as those characters. So now you're not limited to just playing one character during missions. You can switch to another character. That's which crazy. is really cool. So now okay. you're just like not limited to just like pick your character and go. Now you have to like be at mastery level with a lot of other characters just to do stuff and complete the whole mission. Can you switch at any time then? You switch back and yeah, forth? Yeah, you can. As long as their oh. icon is highlighted. Okay. So you can pretty much warp between spots on the map. You yeah. You have to just charge over to this keep way over there because some guy showed up. You yeah. switch. Yeah, you can You can just switch. Bless you. Bless, Thank Bless you. you. <laughs> can cool. you... um? Do the characters work together? Like, you can pull off any combo moves or anything by switch back and forth? Or is it just kind of, no, kind of help you spread the map there, a little better? There, there's nothing like that. It just, like, mostly helps to, like, spread out the map and just do different missions. Don't you get something cool in the Wii U version if you get this version? Or how does that work? Uh, the game comes with a code where you can get the new characters in the Wii U version. Okay, so now you have to level all those up to 255? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they're going to, like, add uh, all the maps in uh, Warriors over... Well, Warriors Legends over to the original version as well, because like okay. there's a new add-on DLC thing for the Wii U version too. Yeah, but you know, I I, I looked into that and I think it's just the characters. Oh, it's the weapons, just the characters, which is kind of sad because I really like Link's Awakening. Yeah, I would love to see the Link's Awakening map, but uh, but yeah, I, I think from what I hear, it's because like the mechanics are a little bit different. You know, they're built around switching and stuff like that. So yeah, I don't know, maybe they maybe they just couldn't make it work. I'm having a lot of fun with it right now. The game runs really well. The only problem I have with it is that it looks significantly worse than right. the Wii U version. Yeah. But that's that's a small price to pay. Is it worth it for you though? Are you you're enjoying yourself? Oh yeah, I'm. Okay. I, I always enjoy this game. I'm okay. biased, so. <laughs> you know, I, I was jealous of everyone that that had gotten the uh, the new game. I really wanted that code. You know, because right. a few people would have the 3DS version, but not the Wii U version. And I remember going on GameFAQs, their message board, at one point uh, a couple weeks ago. And someone said they had a code to give away. So I was like, oh, yes, I can get the new characters in the Wii U version. And I clicked on it and it said, whoever tells the best Zelda joke gets the code. Oh. So I linked them to my comic. I kind of played dirty there. And I ended up getting the code. <laughs> nice. So I got, I got Linkle and Skull Kid and Toon Link and everyone in the, in the Wii U version now because of that. Awesome. So I, was, I was really happy with that. I didn't have to buy the other game and play it on my old 3DS. <laughs> Can't wait to play as those characters, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was ready. I'm really excited for Marin. That's like the character yeah. I wanted the most out of like any Zelda character. I'm really curious as to how she's going to play. <laughs> uh, I guess singing? I don't know. Music, using the harp. <laughs> and then you say when you pull out your 3DS, you're on Fire Emblem Fates Revelations, which means yep. you beat Conquest? I did beat Conquest recently. Oh. And that game is hard. That's what I hear. Holy crap. What'd you play on? Uh, I played on the I played on normal difficulty, you normal. Well, but I was playing on the classic mode where yeah. the characters died. Yeah. So I did a lot of resetting. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in the middle, I'm, I'm near the end of Birthright, and I'm gonna move on to Conquest next. And I'm doing the same thing, classic and 
normal and resetting when the character dies. Yep. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I still haven't really gone back to Birthright, unfortunately. It's worth it because Conquest is so much better than Birthright, uh, okay. in my opinion. How um, you know, without getting into too much detail, how's Revelations compared to these two? I've only just started okay. today, like okay. literally, like before, like I got here. So, okay. Uh, the story's cool so mm-hmm. far. I'm only one chapter into it after the path is split. right because the third path opens up and it's picked neither side, right? Right. So I'm, I'm interested to see how that's going to go. I hear that's like the true version. Oh, okay, so this is like the, this is the canon version. That's the, that's right. what I'm hearing. That's what I'm reading online. Right so. now, right now, you're just playing the side the, the side stories, I guess. The like the fan, what, fic- the what, the fan fiction of <laughs> the oh, what the side. what could have been. Yeah, it's like the Hyrule split timeline thing. Yeah. <laughs> now, I guess, Bob, let me ask you a question. Um, as far as the graphics, because I, I feel that the 3DS has done a pretty good job taking games and kind of taking the console port and putting them towards the 3DS port, for example, mm-hmm. Smash Brothers or Xenoblade Chronicles. Um, I guess you feel the the graphics were not as up to par on the 3DS? For Hyrule Warriors? For uh, Hyrule Warriors, Hyrule yeah. Wars, well, yeah, just, well, it runs great. Like, it's everything at, like, 30 frames a second, which is nice. It's definitely better than what it could have been on the original 3DS, I suppose. So, yeah, gotcha. Uh, everything, like, looks the same as it would on a regular 3DS. It just runs better. So it's still good, in my opinion. There's like, I, so I'm not a big... so much going on yeah. in Hyrule Warriors <laughs> on the field. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not real. I don't really. I'm a guy that doesn't really care too much about like graphical appearances. All I really care about is gameplay. So sure. that's why I gave. That's why I gave Hyrule Warriors such like a good rep just now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, anything else you've been playing this week, Vaughn? That's it. It's mostly just been handhelds. I looked at Ki Season Three for a little while. Okay. And you, that game. You looked is, at it. So you didn't play it. You I just didn't play it. Watched it. The game is kind of buggy right now. Yeah, I've, I've heard. Kind of heard that. It just came out this week. Yeah, I, w- I actually witnessed the game crash yesterday while oh. someone was playing. Wow, that's so. that's not good. But I've also I've also heard that too. So hopefully, I can get that uh, ironed out. Yeah, over at Iron Ra- Galaxy. Rash looks like hilarious. That? That yeah, good. there you go. I like it. Rash looks hilarious. <laughs> I, I'm a big Rash fan because Battle Toads. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I can't really say too much. I don't know too much of the battle system or anything. I got gotcha. you. Or the changes. Yeah, it's, it's tough. It's weird, a fighter being exclusively on Xbox One with no other fighting games. So it's on it, PC now, though. It is now on PC. But your Xbox huh. One fight stick does not work on PC, because fuck you. <laughs> yeah, you gotta either have, like, a PS4 stick or... Which makes some sense. other Or a, a past-gen stick or just play on a controller. Yeah, exactly. Well, did you guys ever play the Battletoads arcade, by any chance? I did once. I did. It was hard. I've never seen that game. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's awesome. I mean, not the, the actual. Good too. I haven't played the actual cabinet. I've played it in Rare Replay, I think. Oh, okay. oh they have bit. it on there? That's cool. Yeah. yeah. That's really neat. I mean, if you like Battletoads. You know? <laughs> the only Battletoads game I actually own, besides the one in Rare Replay, is Battletoads Double Dragon. And that game is <laughs> extremely hard. I don't think I've ever made it past Sounds the third level. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah, Battletoads and hard. The, yeah, the original <laughs> Battletoads is such a strange game because you you start off and it's like, oh, this is fun. So like a you know, it's like a brawl, a good time. And then all of a sudden you're you're going down the shoot and it's like, okay, this is different, but it's still fun. And then you got you know that infamous speeder bike level, and like every level after that is completely different. You know, mm-hmm. you're riding snakes and you're on this slippery ice level like side scroller thing. It's like you never really get back to the actual brawler section. It's, I think it's the more developers, like, Matthew, mentioned that um, they made it as hard as they can play, minus a little bit. So, oh. like, <laughs> like, they, like, as good as they were, they just took it down. They kicked it down just a notch. Just a hair. Yeah, just a so hair. So a few so. other people could get to the end. Yeah. I think I've gotten to about level nine in that game after a lot of playing. And around that point, I was like, okay, I've, I've had enough. Yeah. 
It's from yeah. a guy who beat ghosts, super ghosts and goblins. No, no, I did not. Oh, you did. I can't. Okay. I can't make that claim. I'm. I'm sorry. <laughs> super. Yeah, super ghouls and ghosts is too much. That one's yeah, really that game. Because you have to beat it and then go beat, backwards. And then you get this stupid ring weapon thing or something, which is horrible. And you gotta beat it again with this horrible weapon. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Never did beat that game because of that. Oh, that was like the whole Ninja Game thing where you had to go back. You know? Oh, like, yeah. I did beat that one. That was, oof. Yeah, Ninja Gaiden <laughs> on the NES where if you die anywhere on the last boss, it sends you back to the beginning of the world. 6-1. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a headache. Neil. Yes, sir. What you been playing this last week? Man, um, you know, I've been all over the place. Yeah. Um, I finally built a PC. Yeah. So I have that going for me now. Um, I haven't installed the graphics card yet, but the beauty <laughs> is, is so back in 2004, I built a PC just for Half-Life 2. <laughs> now my built-in graphics card runs run that game on high. So that's really right. nice. Um, so I, I've been, you know, I played a little bit of that, uh, a little bit more. That game holds up very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and Scott, friend of the show, gifted me the game Anti-Chamber. Okay. That game is incredible. Yeah. Uh, very, 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 like psychological crazy puzzle game where you're like running going through rooms but they're all like kind of like dimensional vortex warps and i don't know it's it's crazy what they did with that engine because you like go into a room and then you like turn around it's a different room yeah it just kind of changed on you like the only other game i don't know if anyone's ever played this game maybe other than me but the original prey uh that came out so remember how that game in its engine had this weird thing where it could kind of build two rooms in one volume of space? Yeah, I believe so. Like where you go through a portal, portal. the portal will be in the middle of the room, but once you go through, you can turn back around and, and through s- the portal, you yeah. can still see, see one what's room. what's going on, yeah. But in this room, it's still like a 3D room all around you. Mm-hmm. So Anti-Chamber is the only other game I've ever seen do something huh. like this. That sounds crazy. Um, where you'll be looking at objects, like just to give you one example, there's a room that has these nine showcases in it, and each different side of the showcase is a different 3D object. So if you're looking at it from the corner you can kind of see how it goes into it but it's two different like it's weird but they don't like they don't mix it's like two different volumes of space with these objects in it it's really Uh, weird (laughs) i'm trying to picture this in my in my mind yeah it's really hard to explain um is it like that thing with the three tubes and and the you know it's like that drawing of the three tubes and they meet no because they're they're completely different oh Okay. Like it's, it's, <laughs> it's hard to explain. Matthew like, almost got it. it it's, just though, it's just though like you're looking at the corner of the cube, and like from one side you can see where it goes in, and there's an object in there. Mm-hmm. But then from this side you can see where it goes in, and there's an object in there. Oh, I see. So yeah. it, okay, it's That's like they're overlapping, but they're not in the same space. Now is this a, a newer game? Like, I don't think so. This is I think it, it came out three, four, five years ago. I think. Yeah. yeah. It's not pretty good. It, it was but, only on a, I think it's only a PC game. Yeah, oh, it's it's no. all in the like black and white, like where everything's very white with black trim to kind of outline everything. But then there's some rooms that are very vibrant and pretty much primary colors. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it's 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 crazy. I'm enjoying it, even though it's a struggle just getting through it. You know, like you know how with the witness, I had a lot of like, I don't know how I did that, but great, I figured out that panel. Like, mm-hmm. this is pretty much every room is like that. Like, oh, I don't know man. what I just did, but cool. It <laughs> somehow in the next one. Um, and then played a few demos, too. Played okay. Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah, because you weren't uh, here last week to uh, help us parse through all that news yeah. from the, the big reveal. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> building the computer. Um, but 
Yeah, the the new demo is the mechan the mechanics are better, like being able uh -huh. to switch weapons, but the demo itself is way worse than the last mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. Um it, it's just like it's so Kingdom Hearts. Like uh you play as like young Noctis and one of the levels is where you're very small in this room filled with like books and tables and chairs and toy blocks and I don't know, it's it's weird. Um I didn't really enjoy the demo, but I like what they've done with um, you know, being able to switch weapons easier and magic's easier and stuff like that. But overall I like Dusuke a lot better. Mm, well I mean this is but, the first, I guess, open free public demo because technically yeah. before you had to buy Final Fantasy Type Zero to get the, yeah. the episode Dusuke. Uh, it almost demo. feels like they were kinda like, Hey look, we know you spent fifty dollars on a demo. Mm -hmm. So here's like what we made changes in the controls. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But uh well, do you feel that all the years and years of development have kind of paid off for this game? Or? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. I'm very excited for it. it. It's It looks amazing. It, it plays really smooth. Um, it looks great. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be an interesting turn for Final Fantasy because... Is it because you're in a car? No. <laughs> um, that was a, that was a pun. Yes. <laughs> the car is also an airship. He's a funny right. man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, it's just, you can definitely tell this was made by the Kingdom Hearts team. I mean, mm -hmm. it feels like a Kingdom Hearts game with the Final Fantasy title. It's got the, the real-time element mm -hmm. in the battle system. Right? Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. How do you feel? I know you're also excited about Final Fantasy VII Remake, and it seems like the battle system is very akin to this one. How does, as a big Final Fantasy VII fan, do you like that now that you've played more? Yeah, 15, I mean, like works, I said or? on the show a lot, like with Final Fantasy VII being remade, the last thing I wanted was the same game. Okay. I'm I'm very glad it's a different game. I mean, if I wanted to play the same game, I have many ways to play that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's, that's classic Final Fantasy VII, and they ported it over, which, you know, it has, like, the way to speed run and get through it quick if you just kind of want to do that. And I like that, but, you know, I don't want to pay $60 for the same a, thing, a better-looking version of Final Fantasy VII. So I'm, I'm glad they're kind of branching off and pulling in a new battle system and you know, after watching Advent Children, I was always like, man, I really wish I could play Final Fantasy VII that way, and it looks like you'll be able to. How do you okay. feel... Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Matthew. That was my... Oh, I just said, okay. Oh. <laughs> How do you feel about them making an anime and uh, all this stuff? Well, I watched the it. first episode of the anime, mm -hmm. and it actually wasn't that bad. The fight mm -hmm. scene was pretty cool, but mm -hmm. other than that, I mean, it just seems like It's you're... not them just charging up for, like the whole episode no <laughs> no it's not final fantasy that's, that's Z. not yeah that's not it's not dragon ball z man um, we're getting <laughs> there though dragon ball z one day like that. <laughs> one day it will be final fantasy z uh, it's true um that's we're actually getting to that point <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna take a long time mm -hmm. but See, uh I, I guess listening to your comments on the uh the controls for final fantasy 7 i i, I kind of think to myself like where is that cutoff point where i would feel like non not comfortable if they changed the control scheme like for Final Fantasy VI for example mm -hmm. you know would I feel comfortable you know doing that type of control scheme for a six what do you, what do you think Matthew like if it's the same game then absolutely not but yeah. you know with seven being a completely new game which it is you yeah. know so it, it's just you know I I wouldn't want the same battle system sure yeah um, it feels it feels less like a I'm not even sure if remake is kind of the right word for it at this point. Because it almost, I mean, it's got the episodic. It's a reimagining. It's like a reimagining. Yeah. 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 So it kind of it kind of goes beyond, like, say, the Resident Evil remake for the GameCube, mm -hmm. where it, mm -hmm. it sort of beefs up everything from the original. It's more of like that and kind of going into a new direction as well. Yeah. And they recently came out and said like each <clears throat> game, each episode is like a full, like they're 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 standing by like that's gonna be a full length game. So if we put out Final Fantasy VII R 
part one, you're not going to play it for five hours, and that's it. They said that's like right. each one's going to be like a full length title. So yeah, I'm wondering so, if Square can pull that off because they they take a while on a lot of their bigger games. <laughs> like it seems ambitious. Yeah, I mean, but you know. I think we've discussed. I mean, they've been doing that for the last 15 years. When 13 was announced, it was announced, announced as a three-part series. You, yeah, know, yeah. you had a yeah, Gito versus 13 and regular 13. Yeah. You know, so uh, it's it's nothing new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, I think people are just crying about it because it's an old game that was one game. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, and I think it, it sounds like other franchises do that as well, like StarCraft, for example, mm-hmm. went to three parts. Yeah. Um, like you knew well. it was going to have two expansions when yeah. they announced two. Exactly. Yeah. So. And it's also a way for them to, like you said, they take a while to make their games, to get something out for people chomping at the bit, exactly. and they can continue making, and they can get money to continue help making, you know. Yeah. That's why doing. we want to announce Tapple Trouble, uh, the expansion, the two. Tapple's in space. No, we have not planned a trilogy. Yeah. No. <laughs> just to clarify. Just to clarify. Just, just a full This is episode number one, two, three. So oh, yeah. now would be the time. Well, that would be the time. <laughs> and 23, right? No, not 100. Oh, and no. <laughs> um. So yeah, demo. That demo was garbage. Okay. Um, <laughs> go find type. <laughs> so what you're saying is go find a cheap a cheap copy of uh, Type Zero and just get that demo somehow. No, I mean yeah. if you haven't played Dusuke, I'm sure this demo is like new and awesome. But you right. know, uh, just the content. They, I mean, the other demo is almost nine gigs in size. This one's roughly three. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it, it has a lot more content and you know stuff like that. But um, also played the Doom beta. Yeah, and I am completely unexcited for that game. Whoa! Because you were like super, <laughs> I was super excited. stoked. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I I just loved everything I saw about how it was gonna. It looked like Unreal, and yeah. it was like, man, this looks like it's gonna play like Unreal and everything, and it does. And that's kind of the bad thing <laughs> because it just it's a little too dated. You know, it, it's just going through a game now, um, especially like an arcade fast style shooter it just you know no iron sights rocket launchers take three hits to kill someone it's just like one of those old school feeling games and it's not a bad thing but it's apparently not exactly what i was feeling are they doing like key cards still kind of thing that i don't know this okay. was just a multiplayer beta i got so you. It was just you played deathmatch and sure. um i mean it was cool like the little the little transformations it, it definitely wasn't bad mm-hmm. uh, let me say that i i don't know if that's what i said but it, it's not bad it's just not what the videos made me think it was. Mm-hmm. So where like it, the videos made it seem like way more fa- fast and action packed, and and it, you know <laughs> it wasn't really that way. I got you. Right. Um, but I think it's still a game I'll pick up eventually because one of the things I'm very excited about is still the snap map yeah. where people like create their own modes and maps. And if that's anything, you know, like Little Big Planet, I don't really care for that game, but like what the user. Well worth the price of paying for the game. That's cool. Yeah. So I think I think Doom could end up having the same thing where people can make creative modes and because that's going to be the beauty of this game is it's not just level editor it's you make modes mm-hmm. so you can make like a horde mode or something where whenever nice. you pick up a weapon it spawns like three enemies on top of you right huh, at once cool. like so cool. it, it it should be pretty neat mm-hmm. with user created content I'm sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, edit um, modes are always, uh, they always add a lot of value to a game, wouldn't you say, whoa. Michael? Oh, I yeah. would. Yes. <laughs> Every game should do that. Every game. Mm-hmm. Without Somebody... getting two other games. <laughs> yeah. Have you been playing anything lately, or have you been just... Well, I, I don't want to cut off. No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm jumping in here, sorry. Yeah. 
Yeah, and other than that, uh, complete Iron Banner again. Uh, oh, back yeah, to Destiny. Back to Destiny. Um, so that's been fun. Yeah, getting the itch back. Yeah, that updates next week. Yeah, so. they announced a lot of neat things. The only thing I was kind of upset with with the latest update is they, you know, named their weapon balances, which was the first time I was like, oh, you know, all this kind of stuff seems like that's yeah, they probably need to do that. Uh, then they went on to the class balances. And the only thing that they're nerfing are fucking warlocks. <laughs> yeah, fuck you! Uh, <laughs> assholes! <laughs> what specifically? Are, like, they don't like your Sunsinger ability? Pretty, or? Well, Sunsinger, like, just the body shield, the flame shield's mm. kind of being reduced. Um, or is it just, like, Emperor Palpatine powers are too Void Walker's getting, like, an energy buff. Yeah, because no one And runs. then Stormcaller is just like, yeah, fuck that class. <laughs> but not really. Apparently, apparently it's not as bad as, like, it sounds. But we'll mm. see. I mean... My, I don't know. I still feel, you know, Titans have a class where they have flaming hammers that lock onto you and even area damage kills yeah, you in one hit. But hey, you know, fuck the lightning warlock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And and then the the last game I played um, was on my quest, you know, to go through my PlayStation Network free games yep. that I've downloaded and never played. Uh, I finally played the game Rain. And okay. this would have actually been perfect to talk about last week because y'all did the escort question. Yeah. And mm -hmm. this game is semi-escort, but not really. It's like you're following this girl. Yeah. So Rain is a game where um, you're a boy that falls asleep, and when he wakes up, he realizes he's not in his body. And so the whole game is played outside on a rainy night, and that's the only way you can see your character. When you go undercover... Like, he has wet footprints for a little while until it dries off, but okay. other than that, when you're out in the rain, you can see his silhouette, I guess. Alright. And uh, cool. the whole game is based, you know, you're you're trying to get to this girl because you realize she's kind of the same as you, but in it, there's all these, like, shadow monsters that are in the rain, and you can only see them in the rain, and they're trying to get you for some reason, and... So like you, um, you see just the the rain kind of hitting your outline pretty right. much. Okay. So yeah. where there's an absence of rain, that's where the right the characters. Oh, okay. That's right. Not, but not then like since you were out in the rain, when you walk under a covering, like you can see your footprints. Oh, okay. Like oh. the wet footprints. So and that's you still how you see yourself. And then there's some elements where the shadow monsters can't see you when you go under things, mm -hmm. but then they throw in you know mud puddles, and when you run through those, the mud stays on you <laughs> until you oh. walk through deep puddles to wash it off, so the enemies can see you if you. Even just if like your feet are covered in the mud, yeah, it just sounds like a lazy way to develop a character, like to do character yeah. development. You know, we're I was not going to do any sprites or anything. I was actually, <laughs> I was actually uh, thinking that the whole time I was playing, and I was like, you know, wow, like it's basically just they built a 3D model, and you can't really see it, but yeah. it, it, it ties into the story or what I believe kind of happens. Sure. Um, and the game felt very much like Ico, and that's why mm. I kind of really liked it. Uh, mm -hmm. it. It had that very much feel to it. And I actually almost thought it was the same team that made it. but It was it sort of up... that uh, minimal sort of ethereal kind of feel right. to it. Yeah, and That's like cool. kind of just climbing through things, doing like these little puzzles in yeah. areas, and yeah, it, it, it was it was neat. Um, now, is Ico working on Last Guardian? Is that the yeah. game? Yeah, yeah, the team. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's still that's still happening, right? Yeah, twenty sixteen they say. Oh, yeah. that looks cool. I saw a theater presentation at E3 so, last year. Yeah, Last so, Guardian is uh, actually the fanfare that I love for that game is you know everyone. Before it had a title, was like calling it Trico because it's the third in the Ico series. But they ended up the, the beast in the game they named Trico. Oh, oh, that's fine. So, uh, <laughs> adopted the name. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Rain Rain was Rain was cool. Um, I really liked it. Um, I, I looked up the team that made it, and I can't quite remember who it was or what they made. 
it, it ended up not being Sony SEC Japan or whoever it was that made it. Was it like an indie team or something? Like uh, I think it was a bigger name team. Okay. If I remember right. Uh, its developers are SIE Japan Studio and Acquire. And what did they make? Acquire, yeah, Acquire is who it was. Let me continue fact checking. But y'all keep talking. Well, not to be mistaken for Heavy Rain. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, when, you, when you're saying Rain, I'm like, I, I think I played that uh, game on PS3. Yeah. Sure, <laughs> sure. Is this is this a like a side scroller or a 3D? It's 3D. Uh, oh, okay. With, you know, the camera kind of pitched in different positions depending on where you are in the city. Okay. Um, you know, so it's not always like you know, it's it's got different angles. Yeah. Um, and it's just a puzzle platformer. There's no fighting. It's all just sneaking, and you gotta, you know, make your way through these levels. It's really short. Beat it in one sitting. It was like three hours long. Uh, okay. Acquire made the Tenchu series, Way Tenchu. of the Samurai okay. series, uh, yeah. Akiba's so, Trip. Another reason why it's probably stealth based because they mm -hmm. they made Tenchu. Yeah, Rain was 2013. Yeah, it was an older game. Okay. Uh, it was check it out. Yeah. I thought it was pretty neat. So if y'all had been downloading PlayStation Plus games for a few years, I'm sure you probably have it. It's on <laughs> PS3. PS3, okay. Uh, cool. Mm -hmm. Now, Matthew, I'll let you do your segue. Oh, uh, <laughs> wait, what was, I, what was I doing? What have you been playing? Oh, what have you been playing? Uh, what have Mike? you been playing? <laughs> what have uh, you been playing? <laughs> well, actually, last, uh, last week, last Friday, my wife Sarah gave me an early birthday present. Um, it was tickets to the... Legend of Zelda Symphony of the Goddesses concert. I was also there. You were there too. It was awesome. It was great. Uh, was down to go. You were Linkle. Yeah. I thought. I was <laughs> Good thing you weren't Tink, though. You were. Yeah, that's the end of the version. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the concert was was down in the New Orleans in the Sanger Theater, and uh, it was really cool. They had you know big projection screen. Um, they would show you know game footage based on the song that they were doing. They even had these long movements, um, like we have like just an Ocarina of Time movement. It would be mm -hmm. 10 minutes of Ocarina of Time footage just kind of going through the entire story, uh, peppered with music from the game, of course. And they did that for like four, four or five different games. They did that for uh, Twilight Princess. They had one for Wind Waker. And they did a bunch of uh, individual songs as well. But um, anyway, once, once we had got done with that and gotten home, uh, Sarah said she was interested in watching uh, me play a Zelda game, you know, because she had, she had played a couple of them, but... She she likes aspects of them, but she gets freaked out when it comes to the boss fights. Mm, like oh she yeah. gets really frantic, and and I would say, you know, this is Wind Waker. It's you know, it's super easy. It's not it's not you know, you're not gonna have trouble with this. And she'll end up doing well against the boss, but every time she's just frantically pressing <laughs> buttons the whole time during the boss fights. Don't so, listen to this, by the way. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, sorry. Don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> My girlfriend's the exact same way. I tried to get her into Zelda, and the first one I got her to play was Minish Cap, and she ended up mm -hmm. just like. Like, she has bad anxiety, and it just kind of, like, stressed her out the whole time. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how Sarah was with uh, with Wind Waker and with Link to the Past, which are the two that she played. But uh, she, she did express that she wanted to, you know, see more of it, because she, she liked the concert, she's familiar with the music and everything. So uh, I've been playing Majora's Mask lately. Um, okay. The original Majora's Mask, actually, on the Nintendo 64, because it's just easier to, you know, to have people watch you play for that, so... Going old school with it. Hooked up the 64 to our, our flat screen TV. In oh, the how is room. that going? It doesn't look great. <laughs> no. I <laughs> still have that bad boy. Good. My old yeah. CRT I, over I, here I, for that. It doesn't, those... it doesn't look great on that. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't <laughs> but, but at least it I, feels great. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, CRT. I do have a CRT in my office, but uh, it's, it's just it's not a very comfortable like 
situation to, to sit in for more than one no, person. No, no, yeah, you're so right. So much stuff going on there. But, um, but you know, I'm having a good time. I just did the first dungeon on that, Woodfall, and done a few side quests. And, uh, I don't know, I guess I've done maybe a cycle and a half of gameplay. Mm-hmm. So. Do you think Link's dead? Uh, I do, I do not think Link's dead. I think, uh, I He's think just in the, a coma with the Ash. Game, Jesus, <laughs> with Ash the game, the game definitely has its share of creepy moments, though. I mean, I'll, I'll give it that. Yeah, because have you heard the theory about it, you know, with everything being the five stages of death? Yeah, with the, with the, um... Like, everyone's oblivious and clock. I heard it was... I mean, I've I've heard something about day one being like denial, denial. Day well, two it's being Clock Town is denial. Woodfall is anger. Oh, is that how it's split yeah. up? Yeah, and it's like the four dungeons are like and the Clock Town is denial, and then the four dungeons are the other like four. anger and acceptance. Yeah, and bargaining. Because because then the Goron is the ghost who is accepting his fate. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't think I've read this theory in, in much depth. Yeah, then. it's pretty neat because you know obviously in the beginning of the game. He falls a long way. Yeah, he falls a long way. And then he wakes up and like a lot of the thing has to do it's with the the maskman, the the salesman, the mask guy, mm-hmm. whatever his name is. Yeah, well, he doesn't really uh, have the happy Yeah, that's happy mask. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Um, you know, he one of the first lines is, you know, you've met with a terrible fate, haven't you? Ah, okay, so it's like, oh, it's like, and then it comes into play with later on in Twilight Princess where the the knight that the skeleton knight that you learn all the moves from yeah. is Link from like that the past era. game. Yeah. Right. Huh. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, I haven't heard Things that. Things that make you go, huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I mean, I have heard the whole, like, creepypasta thing that was really popular I like what I'm adding while, to yeah. this commentary, huh. 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 <laughs> I do have a good brother story, though. A good brother story? Yeah, it's Is like it an embarrassing, embarrassing No, 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 Matthew story? got grounded when he got Majora's Mask, when he first got I'm it. I'm the Zelda fan of the family. Yeah, he got it. Preface You're a good man. Uh, and, and I played the heck out of it while he was grounded. Oh, no. And yeah. I got to the end, but I stopped. You stopped. I stopped, and I let him play it and beat it. So let me game. the game first. So, good game. brother story. That was my only good brother story. <laughs> the story of Michael being a good brother. Yeah, there you go. All right, yeah. Are you the eldest, Michael? Yes. Okay. Yes, I'm the older He's brother. He's the older brother. The older brother. <laughs> yeah, three Minus years older. the er. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Majora's Mask, and I think we've already talked about Fire Emblem and Hyrule Warriors, which are the other things mm-hmm. I've been playing. I'm, I'm curious because I went and saw the Zelda Symphony in 2013, and as someone who kind of likes Zelda and does not know shit about like music and music composition, I was still pretty impressed. I can't imagine what you were like as a big Zelda fan and as like a musical yeah. like composer. Like it's a good gift for me. I can imagine. Uh, what about you, you, Michael? What have you been playing? Well, actually, <laughs> there's been a couple games. Um, I haven't had that much time, but when, it, when I have had some time, some downtime, I played. Um, Deus Ex Human Revolution. Okay. Um, just because we talk about stuff games and things yeah. of that nature. I find that game is very interesting from a game developer standpoint in that they kind of push the battles, like the boss battles, to a, like a third party, I believe. Yeah. Uh, the team that made it. You can kind of tell. Yeah. <laughs> so you're playing the vanilla version, not the director's cut. Exactly. Okay. I'm playing the vanilla version. And, um, you know, there's parts of the game where it's just, it's it's kind of odd that you get to these sequences, like these boss battles, which are just these supposed to be these really important battles, and they're just completely different from the game itself. And some of them are just really, really difficult. Um, speaking of games, they're difficult, like uh, Metro Prime 2, for example, that I was just talking about earlier. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Things that make you go. <laughs> um, so that that's been the game that I, I've been enjoying. Also, this is kind of sad, but I've been playing uh, Star Wars Rebellion on Steam, which just came out. Um, it's a, one of those God games, the uh, uh, good old games. 
Uh, it's like $6. Um, the Star Wars Rebellion series was a kind of a series that's almost like a real-time strategy Star Wars game where you built up ships and troops and things of that nature. Is you that with like the Empire at War? It's sort of like Empire at War. Um, it's more... Is it newer or older? Oh, older. Yeah. Older? Okay. It's older. It's one of my games that I actually kind of enjoy and a lot of people hate. <laughs> uh, it's because the I interface... mean, a lot of people didn't like Empire at War and I love that yeah. one. I didn't know there was... I... I didn't know about Star Wars Rebellion. I kind of want to check this out. That one was cool. I mean, uh, the interface is a little clunky to get through, and the, the manual is kind of thick to kind of read as far as that goes. But, I mean, the game itself is really cool. You get, you know, the space battles, of course. Uh, they can control ships, and you got TIE fighters. And, of course, if you're the Rebels, you get the X-Wings. Um, and you can do your different uh, type of design, like ship design. And you can kind of start getting, like, uh, cruisers, like... Uh, interdictor cruisers, which keep ships in hyperspace from leaving, and huh. you know you can get you know you can get the super star stars, and you can build those, and of course you can build a Death Star and then blow up planets. And when you do that, you take off the rest of the planets that are nearby. Uh, so they <laughs> because why not? And then so you just blow them up too. <laughs> and eventually, what happens is I just have like Coruscant, and then I have just all these planets that are exploded basically. And so just, this is pre four. Yeah, this is yeah this is well this is actually you just blew up Star this Wars. This is actually basically. right after four. Um, you have Yavin that. You can go invade right off the bat, and then you can create a new Death Star. Oh, okay. um, yeah. So, and so then you can actually complete this one. Exactly, and All that's right. if you're in the Imperials. Of course, if you're the Rebels, you can be Han Solo, Chewbacca. Mm -hmm. You can go do espionage. You know, blow that's things cool. up. Yeah, blow up ships. Um, and of course, you got the whole a bunch of like cool little like I thought expanded universe characters like Admiral Thrawn's in it. Uh, Admiral Dalla. If, if anybody's a Star Wars nerd, I'm sorry if they're not. <laughs> I'm totally Keep going. Yeah, I could. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, there, there's a bunch of just like extended universe characters that have different stats, uh, and you know, you can make them admirals and commanders and generals. It's really cool. Um, I recommend it. Uh, I've been playing Splatoon. Yeah. Oh, I'm tapping. Stay French. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that that game's cool, but like I haven't played in like four months, and then of course when I load it up, it takes me forever to go through all the. You know, these are your new weapons. These are your new weapons. That's my weapons. I'm like, okay, there's a lot of new weapons. I've been wanting to get back into Splatoon. I've been saying that for like three months now, but I haven't wanted to load it up for that exact reason too. Exactly. I'm gonna be so far behind. There's been so many changes since I played it. You know, like ten months ago at this point. And, and whenever you they... realize it's not Sunshine too, and it's just <laughs> but whenever they match make you too, you're you're like a level twelve, and then all of a sudden you get stuck with a level you know twenty five. They're up there now. They're, they're up to fifty. Yeah, fifty, mm -hmm. and you're you're saying okay. people have gotten pretty good at that game. That's yeah. Yeah, that's something yeah. I was afraid of because when I was playing it, it was new, and I could just roll over everyone with my giant roller. <laughs> and now, yeah, I'm sure I just get like wrecked. Yeah. So cool. Um, I've only had a chance to play uh, one thing this week because waking up at 5 a.m. for my day job and then doing my, I guess, new job uh, has taken a lot of time. But Quantum Break came out this week yeah. on the Xbox One, and I started playing uh, playing that. It uh, Remedy Remedy likes to make weird things. They like you know uh, awesome things. Yeah, is what they like to make. <laughs> awesomely weird <laughs> things. And this is not a game I was like following too too much. I know Neil, you're excited about it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I decided to pick it up because I did not pick up Far Cry, Far Cry Primal and just moved my money from Gameware over to the next thing that was coming out, which is Quantum <laughs> Break. So I picked that up. I like time travel things like Back to the Future, stuff like that. And this is a time travel story where you play as Iceman uh, or, you know, the Animorphs guy, mm -hmm. Sean Ashmore, is uh, as Jack Joyce. I don't know. Somehow there's like an explosion on a college campus. Now you can manipulate time. I don't know. And 
Something to do with quantum stuff? Yeah, quantum. Some, some quantum. They broke quantum. They broke quantum. <laughs> and while I'm super interested in the story and I'm curious where it's going, I find as of right now I'm in the middle of chapter two, so I'm not too too far in. Everything else is kind of just okay. It's a, it's a just okay cover third person cover shooter. Yeah, but you're in chapter two. It's a just okay like puzzle game. It's just okay platforming. Like it's just it's just okay at like everything in my opinion. Um, Get out of here. <laughs> Mid chapter two. Hey, writing it off already. It's like it's a slow start too. Like yeah, halfway I mean, through chapter one, you're not doing Alan anything. Wake was slow. I know. I know. Max Payne. Well, that one wasn't slow. Right. That was like right into it. But just like Alan Wake, which is the only other Remedy game I've played, it's broken up. Its chapters are kind of broken up, kind of like episodes, like mm-hmm. TV episodes. Not as much as Alan Wake because in this game, there are actual TV episodes-ish, if you want to call it that. So you play as Jack Joyce, the protagonist, and then after you finish a chapter, you switch over and play as... Uh, Littlefinger? Paul Serene played... Yeah, it was Littlefinger from Game of Thrones. And you get to a huh. part where you have to make a choice. Like, you get, like, there's a story beat, it's like, do you want this one, or this one? And then you pick it, and that, what, then you watch a 25-minute TV episode based off the choice you made. So, like, for example, at the end of the first chapter, um, they captured, you know, there's, like, there's, like, a protest going on at the college, and there's, like, they're, they're doing shady things. They're a shady company. And they're like, okay, do we like launch like a, a PR campaign to kind of spin this more positive way? But then, or do we just kill all of the witnesses, but that could look bad on us? Or we do the positive PR campaign, but then the witnesses are still alive, so they could like eventually blab. So you kind of choose, and then the parts of the TV episode, quote unquote, um, reflect that. But it's weird because the the TV episode is only based around the antagonist, the shady corporation. So far, it, the you play as like the protagonist and you watch the antagonist thing kind of develop. And then when you get to chapter two, it introduces this thing where if you find certain objects in the world, it'll it'll affect the TV episode later on too. So like little oh. bits are in there. So it's weird that they filmed all these random scenes and if you find stuff, splice them together. Because as you're going around, you're finding like story beats or whatever they're actually called narrative devices or whatever they're called when you find them a certain amount in each act and you're also finding like chronon particles or something which help you upgrade your powers because it is a cover-based third-person shooter but you have the abilities where you can like throw a time bubble so like that person's frozen and you shoot into the time bubble and then when the time bubble collapse all the bullets hit him at once and he does yeah, or you have, cool. or you can like do this time dash thing, and you have time vision, which is basically like detective mode, and everything is time or chronon something. Mm-hmm. They're like really going with this whole Great like Scott. gimmick, yeah. <laughs> but then you get things where it like doesn't really make sense. Like I can like just throw like a time blast and just blow everyone up, but it's like what? That doesn't make any sense really. But uh, it, it's not too bad. I'm in, I'm in. But all the other time stuff makes it <laughs> make sense, right? <laughs> Well, okay, so, yeah, I mean, no, but, like, okay, I, I, I put you in a time bubble, I can shoot you, that makes mm-hmm. sense, but I just, like, charge up, and then just, like, and, like, there's my time blast. Wait, what do you do? I already Wait, did what? it once, you can rewind, you can go listen to the episode, we're at the hour 10-ish mark. 
<laughs> what are you blasting exactly? It, yeah, time. You're shooting time. I'm shooting time, time at you. A second and hour hand do they, clock. Do, do they just like age super fast? Then is that what you're no, hitting? No, Last Crusade. Like, yeah, when they you do the gauntlet. Crusade. That would probably be better. It's literally, it's just it, like boom, and they just boom, and then they fall over and they're dead. Huh. They don't age. They don't like. So it's death. like That'd Force be, Unleashed, basically. kind of. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny because when the enemies die, they get ragdoll, and it's ragdoll physics. Hell and, yeah. And then they and then they just disappear, and then they're gone. Huh. Hell so. yeah. So it's Force Unleashed meets Gold Knight. Basically. Yeah. yeah. They got timed to death. Mm-hmm. So it is. It is. It is a slow start. It is a lot of just walking around, looking at stuff, reading a lot of things. But I don't mind that. It's just kind of annoying because when you're with like a buddy character. And they're like, come on, we need to go do whatever. But I'm like, well, I'm looking around at stuff. So I'm trying to read these, like, emails. And when I'm reading the emails, I'm like, come on, we have to go. And it's like, I'm reading this email. They're like, um, are you coming? Come on. Like, stop. If you want me to go look and find all your stuff, don't have my NPC buddy, like, antagonizing me the whole time. So I, like, almost have to mute the TV because when I read, like, I have to have it quiet so I can read. I'm a slow reader. And if I hear stuff going on, I get distracted and want to listen to them. Yeah. So it's just kind of frustrating on that regard. But other than that, I want to keep playing it. I'm definitely interested in it. I think the TV stuff is dumb, but kind of cool, actually. It's just, um, I have pretty good internet, so I'm streaming it on Xbox One. Uh, I only had one little hiccup when I was watching the first episode. If you choose not to stream it on Xbox One, you can download it, and it's 78 gigs. Good lord. After in- less after, than Halo. Yeah, after installing 44 gigs to play. So that's, that's a lot of. How long of, does that take you? Down? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Seventy-eight gigs would take a while, but I'm, that's why I'm streaming mine. Yeah. That would take. That would be like, let me go to bed and I'll play this tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. But what kind of sucks is the uh, the Windows 10 version because the Xbox One exclusive is also on PC. If you have Windows 10, uh, you have to be connected to the internet. You cannot download those episodes. You have to stream them. So, oh. well, who doesn't have Windows 10? Me. You Same. have eight? I have seven. <laughs> yeah, oh, I have seven. Okay. Seven, eight, seven's too like, good. Eight was so bad, they gave yeah, ten for free. Yeah, exactly. Well, but I heard people are freaking out about ten right now because there was an update that's making everybody pretty much have to just... You have to, up, like, yeah, you Josh, have to update. Josh at, the, Josh at the tech park just today had that issue. Oh, he was shit. stuck for oh, like drawing. seven hours. He's working on art, and all of a sudden his computer's shut updating. down and started updating for I'm like three or four hours. I'm so afraid because like I, my PC in my room, I like turn it off like... If I'm not using it now because I don't want it to walk in and just trying to upgrade to Windows 10. I'm like, oh, no, I like my 7. Fuck you. Microsoft, yeah. leave me alone. I, just, I like yeah. my 7 too. I'm like four days old with 10. Like uh, yeah. Maybe I'll come over to like, your place and check it out. Because I've never actually really tried 10. But it's like I have the philosophy if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. And I really like 7. So you so. like XP. No, you're funny. XP was really good. Yeah. Speaking of fuck you, Microsoft, the like the TV episodes part of Quantum Break is just littered, littered with like obviously Microsoft branded like <laughs> product placement. Like let me pull up my Windows phone and here's my Windows tablet and like just like all this stuff and so it's like oh. here's Connect Sports. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for someone to be like playing a Connect or That's something. Like Fantasy 15 and all the Coleman brand crap. Oh, fun. It's like Fantasy World, but you know Coleman 10, Coleman Lantern, <laughs> Coleman Fork. I don't know. Now, what was wow. the first game that was doing that ads? Like actually like branding in the Pepsi game itself. Man. Was it is Pepsi? Cool spot. Cool spot. Cool spot. Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Yeah, Pizza Hut. Yeah, Pizza Hut. Yeah, exactly. Pizza Hut. The movie was Domino's. And they need to get their shit straight. That's funny. Some happened. Some happened. The second one was Roy's. Which is actually Roy's. Well, it's Ray's in New York. Oh, so it's like Roy's. So it's not real. <laughs> That's but, funny. Uh, yeah, the first one was Domino's. 
Patience is a virtue, but never pay full price for late pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I might let you uh, borrow my quantum break when I go out of town this week, so you can. You shouldn't maybe let me. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Because I'll be out of town the next couple of weeks for work, and I'm not bringing my Xbox One on the road, because I might as well just bring a VCR at that point. <laughs> so Neil can get caught up and probably surpass me in what I've been doing. I'm sure I can get past Chapter 2, yes. Yeah. Um, cool. Let's move on to news. Not a lot of news this week. A lot of it is just like game announcements and other similar things. Like Axiom Verge is finally coming out on PlayStation Vita on April 12th, which is next week. Because that game has been like a year coming for Vita. A lot of people are upset about it's that. It's free if you already have one. Yeah. Oh, that's neat. That's something I wish Nintendo would do the uh, cross buy thing. Yeah, I would. All those virtual console, like Super Nintendo games, I would yeah. buy all of them if I could have them on both, as opposed to just getting them on my 3DS, which is kind of frustrating. Yeah, that was another thing I played yeah. that uh, actually was Mitomo. Oh, it's the most useless, <laughs> stupid thing. It, it, yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, I did go through Mitomo as well, and it's just that's weird. I hear, I hear a lot of good things about Mitomo actually. I don't know how. Of course, I haven't played it because this is my phone. Oh, it's a flip phone. Hey, yeah, yeah, it's nice. So Mitomo is a social app. Yeah, Where it's not a game. The only way you can respond to people is if you randomly happen to get their answer question by tapping on them. By tapping on them? Yes. It's uh, cool. yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. But, uh, I see what and saying. everyone's like, oh, you can play these mini games, And it's, it's one stupid fucking minigame <laughs> where you drop me's like a Plinko machine. <laughs> oh, I haven't found that yet. Yeah, you just really just answer questions, and then like you see other people's questions, and right. then you can leave comments. And it's only funny because the it's like uh, Tomodachi Life where they talk. Yeah, yeah, with a so weird voice. Yeah, so it's funny hearing them talk in a weird voice, and that's it's, basically it. It's mostly popular with all the Snapchatters. Yeah, like Snapchat, like got saw like a big rise. Uh, hey, I'm all about the Snapchat now. I'm down with cool kids, and I use Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> Snapchat and myself. And we're, about, we're about to start. Uh, well, apparently you haven't heard of this new thing called Mitomo. <laughs> <laughs> that's completely dumb. You're completely dumb. <laughs> so this is this is pretty much a, a social media like application, yeah. right? Yeah, just with memes. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of I'm kind of been gr- like drive kicking and screaming into social media stuff it already. Feels so. like a malware program. <laughs> it's like, like <laughs> you just you answer questions and then I feel like with this game connected to my Nintendo. Yeah. With their new uh, you know the club Nintendo thing that's yeah. coming, they're just going to advertise shit to you because of my answers. Oh. Yeah. Should have done it on power save mode. Yeah, that was weird. Sorry, guys. We um, everyone's mics just like crapped out for a hot second. Neil's rage for Mitomo was that subsided too much. So no, 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 no. Mitomo did this, <laughs> not I. So I need to go back. You're hearing this live because I haven't listened to it yet and see what exactly I can salvage. So if you missed some of that Mitomo rant, sorry. Neil, Mitomo is so much fun, isn't it, Neil? <laughs> Malware. Malware Tomo. I'm waiting for the question for Mitomo to be like, so what is your mother's maiden name? What is the last four of your social security number? What's the number on the back of your credit card? Screw the last four. What's all nine? <laughs> so yeah, Mitomo is a weird thing. I, it's one of those things, it's like, I'll play it when I'm like laying down to go to sleep and I'll just kind of flick through some questions or see what people say. But I'm like getting friend requests from people I don't know. Yeah, same here. But I don't know if I know them and just because they don't have their me as their like real name or what. So I'm like, yeah. I don't know if I should accept these people because I really don't care how many flowers you're going to date or whatever. So That question. That question. <laughs> There's a question where it's like, imagine a field of flowers. Blooming how many flowers. Fl- blooming flowers. How many flowers do you see? 
uh, like oh. several thousand. Yeah, I was. I would say like at least more than one. Okay, so so then when I when I like talk to you, it says, you know, I talk to Michael and he's like, we asked the Michael the question, how many people will he date? And it, but it's the answer to the flowers question. That's what? Odd. It's, That's weird. It's really weird. It's a good thing for my wife, I said more than <laughs> just, just one. I mean, I just met just one. <laughs> so yeah, Mitomo, Mitomo's weird. I, I mean, it's it's a fun little time waster. It destroys your phone they, battery, so they, if you like your phone battery. Launched, you have power save mode. That's true. Well, they're, they're sneaky because they launched it with the new My Nintendo site, yeah. and you can get coins from Mitomo to use I'm on so many coins. See, I'm jealous because I, I want to. I want to get that Twilight Princess Picross game, oh, which yeah. you need like a thousand coins for. But fortunately, you don't have to use Mitomo for Wait, that. Wait, well, I don't know because there's, there's log in on stuff. There's coins. I get coins to buy clothes in the game, and then I also yeah. get like uh, space bucks, like game tickets or something, space and I get like candy boxes. <laughs> I don't know. There's like three different currencies I'm getting, and I don't oh, know what man. any yeah, of them. Yeah, what's the do. ones you can use on the website? The Mitomo have... coins. Oh, you can uh, use it. Oh, it only takes a thousand. Yeah, yeah, a thousand Mitomo coins. That's not a lot in that game at all. You're given no, I, like two thousand. I think it might be something else. I think those. I think those coins are just for buying clothes in the store. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I know. I, mean, I know like they a can... separate thing. It's like mission points or whatever. Oh, is it those like Mitomo platinum? Yeah, coins? yeah, that's yeah. them. Yeah, that's oh, okay, them. okay. Yeah, yeah. I may play it up to the point have, to get that. But... I have about six hundred right now, but I haven't done Mitomo. I just if you get thirty just from logging into Miiverse, mm -hmm. and another thirty from logging into the eShop like once a week. And I think one of the other prizes is WarioWare Touched from the DS. You can mm -hmm. get it as a download game uh, for a thousand points. So oh, okay. I'm gonna save up for both of those. Yeah, I'm cool. not too excited that their physical versions of games won't give you points. Yeah, no, I agree really with that. Sucks. I'm I'm definitely buy a lot of physical games, like a lot more mm -hmm. than than digital for for like retail games. Yeah, so. I have two six foot bookshelves over there just filled with stuff. So yeah, I'm not a I'm not a big fan of this change either. Yeah, <laughs> but they don't want you to buy it. They want all the money, and they don't want to, they want to skip the middleman. Yeah. They don't want yeah. points by buying. Straight from them. Uh, Neil played yeah. the Doom beta, but it was the closed beta. If yeah. you want to play the open beta and be disappointed like Neil, you can. <laughs> starting on April hey, 15th hey. through April 18th. Hey, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of, you know, this is like, it's like April must be just beta month. Because also, the Battleborn open beta starts April 8th, which is today if you have a PlayStation 4. Or on April 13th, if you have an Xbox One, and that runs until April 18th as well. So, get in on that Doom beta, get in on that Battleborn beta. Let's see. Uh, Gears of War 4 has a release date. Oh, I thought you were going to say beta. <laughs> uh, October 11th is a worldwide release for Gears of War 4, following Marcus Phoenix's son, his name is JD. And his friends. Wait, worldwide? Worldwide release. I thought only America cared about Gears of War. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so basically. And if you you can play the open beta for Whoa! Gears of War 4 starting on April beta. 18th. There it which is. Which is the oh, day yeah. that the Same Battleborn way. and the Doom open betas close. Okay. So smart. So smart. <laughs> Demo month. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, Here's all the games you can try and save $60 on. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be what betas are for me. Basically. Saving money on the division, the saving division. money on Doom. Doom. That's kind of why we didn't do a beta. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not charging sixty dollars. Well, yes, no, and music 10. action platformer sounds way more interesting than uh, cool. duck and cover giant arms, um, chainsaw. Well, the chain chainsaw is pretty cool. Chainsaw is yeah, pretty cool. Chainsaw is pretty cool. Chainsaw, <laughs> chainsaw I'll, I'll admit, but. chainsaw. Is cool. It's not too late to change your character. Matthew. 
Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> just make it. Just give him a power like where he like straightens out and is a chainsaw. <laughs> is a chainsaw. <laughs> uh, let's see. Rocket League. Yeah. Retail version yeah. has a release date. Yeah. July fifth. That's not April. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, it's July fifth, and it comes with uh, all the DLC. Nice. So far, I haven't bought any of the DLC, so I'll probably wait till that. Yeah, I think it's thirty dollars. Sounds really good, actually. So it's not too bad. I like it. Might buy it again, I guess. But it's like you I know you want a physical you get copy of Rocket League. That's like your favorite cars. game ever. It sucks though, because like I already have it on PS4, and I already so, have the DLC for PS4. I'm buying the but, PC version tonight when I get home. Yeah, That's but it's fine. like I could buy the Xbox One version and get all those cars, but I don't want an Xbox One copy on my shelf. I want the PS4 version copy so on get, myself. Just so get, get both. two physical copies. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You know how many versions of Link to the Past that I own? Probably a lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> uh, let's see. Attack on Titan. For PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, August 30th, stateside. It's an A. Yeah. The game's been out in Japan in a while, and it's finally coming out over here in August. If you want to play it on those two consoles I named, you can buy it physically. You can also buy it on PlayStation 3, PlayStation Vita, and PC digitally. And it takes place over the first season of the hit anime. Vaughn, you excited for this one? Uh, I've never even, like, really heard of it, so... <laughs> it's, a, it's an Attack on Titan video game. I mean, do you need much more explanation? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I do, actually. What is this? Are you familiar with Attack on Titan? Nope. Okay. I know it's an I always confuse that with Titan AE. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure okay, that so is a great movie. <laughs> Attack on Titan is a world... Planet Bob. ...where everyone lives in this giant circular wall, and there are giant human-like creatures that like to eat people... So you have these like 15-year-old kids who fly around with their like jetpack uh, waistband, and they have giant swords. And you, if you slash a titan in the back of the neck, you kill them. Adam. If not, they regenerate their arms and shit. So now it's a video game where you fly around with your, uh, you know, your jetpack boots. So shadows of the titans. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. With and you fly around with your swords. I like it. Yeah, sounds cool. Yeah, <laughs> chainsaws. Uh, no chainsaws. No. Not yet. It sounds like though someone got really drunk when they made that like, concept. <laughs> They're like, we're going to fly around. I haven't, have I haven't read the latest two chapters of the manga. Maybe we have chainsaws now. I don't even know. But not right now. Get to read. <laughs> Get to read. Slowpoke. Um, Rock Band 4 for the PC has officially been canceled. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Their big campaign did not reach its goal. Hmm. I guess maybe it's not canceled. It's suspended indefinitely, maybe. Hmm. They were trying to raise $1.5 million on FIG. Uh, and they finished just shy of 800000 yeah. They just got to half. Maybe what they should have is... made a better set list. Maybe. Yeah, what is FIG? It I is, have not heard of this. Is it like Indiegogo Kickstarter? Kind, it's, it's like Kickstarter, but instead of just backing and donating, you can invest and actually get a return on your oh. investment. Okay, I have heard of this. But what's funny is uh, Alex Rogopoulos, the former CEO of Harmonix, is on the board of FIG, oh, as well as okay. Tim Schafer when they put Psychonauts 2 on FIG. Huh, gotcha. So, you know... They did it on purpose. Yeah, that's probably why... I left, I don't want to see succeed. <laughs> that's probably why they use FIG, because Amplitude was successful on Kickstarter. And I'm not saying that you know, Amplitude is not better than Rock Band 4, it's just Rock Band 4. On PC, it's just it was there's so many things working against it, it's like the, the console versions came out in October. It was already a weaker game. The set list wasn't as good. Why do I need this on PC? Why aren't you using your money you made? Will the DLC come out? Like all this stuff was kind of working against it. The, the reward tiers were oddly, you know, set up. And they still haven't released Amplitude on PS3 yet, which they promised. And I just don't have my physical rewards from the Amplitude Kickstarter. So it's just one of those things where 
I understand it a little bit. I've been making helping make a game. Y'all make games that sure. some certain times when your your artists are done, your story whatever is done, it's time to move on to the next thing. But not everyone sees that. They just see that as like you haven't fulfilled my last one. Why are you asking me for more money? More money, exactly. Yeah. So and I think I think that's where Kickstarter gets a lot of bad press and mm-hmm. and a black eye from is because they get these projects that. Some of them don't even get completed, obviously. And then, that, that was a big thing with concept, Mighty Number no. Nine. Vaughn. Like one thing yeah. I know, Vaughn is very much looking forward to. I mean, that's still happening. I we, was. We, we were actually to it. we were kind of okay with the delay because it meant that we weren't launching competing it, against Mighty Number no. Nine. <laughs> but when they released the uh, Kickstarter for Red Ash, which is like the Mega Man Legends successor, a lot of people were like, "Wait, you just did this for Mighty Number no. Nine? Yeah, Why are you was, doing another one?" That was yeah. bad timing. On, on but on yeah, on so. Yeah. Which which is why we will wait until our game is out before we do another Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah, definitely, <laughs> that's um, part of it. So they they kind of put a post mortem of what we learned, what was good and wasn't good for uh, their Fig campaign, mm-hmm. and they said that they haven't ruled out Rock Band Four on PC yet, but it's just not happening right now. Hmm. Um, and that's everything I have for news this week. Did I miss anything? I've got something. What you got, Vaughn? And I'm surprised you actually haven't seen this because it was trending pretty like I'm sure big I did. on Twitter and Facebook even for a while. But there are a number of Smash communities right now, namely the Spanish community, that are on the verge of banning their first character from the game. Oh, oh I have heard of this. Yeah. Bayonetta. 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 Apparently, this character is so busted that... How busted is she? <laughs> busted, man. <laughs> At least from, like, personal experience, because, like, I, I play the game. Neil's giving me while. that dirty-looking smirk. <laughs> well, well, they, you they guys just... are being busted, like I think y'all mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they... she, she's, she's very, very strong. <laughs> Especially after the nerf that they gave to Sheik, the former best character in the game. Now she just blows everybody up the water. Well, I mean, they, didn't they just do a, uh, a a recent patch where they rebalanced everyone? Like, this was after Corrin and Bayonetta yeah, this, already this, came this, out? this is after the patch. The patch so they chose not to patch Bayonetta. Well, they did, but it wasn't a strong enough patch right. at yeah, all. Enough. Like, it barely changed her at all. So, so. They, they could they could theoretically just release another patch. They could. And and I think that's part her. of why they're, like, starting to get this ban out. So that, like, Nintendo can see it and be mm-hmm. like, hey, yo, we should probably nerf this character. Mm-hmm. I remember when when or Diddy Kong be like, was, was like you, it was casually made anyway. So <laughs> that, that is another possibility. <laughs> yeah, Diddy was very OP pre-patched, but yeah, yeah that changed up. Yep. So. yep. Hopefully, ever, it might change for this. Did they ever fix that Pac-Man glitch where you can just bounce off the screen and <laughs> yeah, things start falling down? Yeah, yeah they fixed that. Okay, good. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, that brings us to my new favorite section of the show. Ruma has Called it. Ruma has it! <laughs> I should probably get bumper music for Ruma has it. I I'm surprised you that. haven't gotten it like yet. Like pinball things just going bing, 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 bing. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ruga. The, uh, the obvious bumper music is the Ruma has it song, but that seems too obvious. Is that the air horn? Yes. I wasn't. I honestly wasn't expecting Ruma has it to be like a weekly segment now, but it seems like so many, so many Rumas happen. Yeah, this week I have one Ruma for y'all. Okay, uh, Just one? that's it. This one. Why well, have really? one? Really? Okay. Well, now we have two. Ruma has it uh, that God of War four is a thing, and it's supposed to uh, take place in Norse mythology now, per some uh, some concept art, some screen leaks. 
that popped up on NeoGAF. At first, I didn't want to talk about it because it's only three. They look kind of shitty, and I didn't want to believe it anyway. But now there's like 40-plus like screens on that thread. So that's kind of interesting. I know David Jaffe was always uh, open up to the idea of having Kratos fight other gods. I always kind of like the idea that he like falls into a portal and then he starts like fucking up, you know, Roman gods or something. But I know some people, some of our, our fan base likes the God of War series. I know Steven does not, but he's not here to shit all over it. I don't know how y'all feel about it or well, how y'all feel about a new one with new gods for Kratos to ram. I, I mean, I guess I personally don't like the idea for the fact that I played two human. Oh. And I thought they really messed with the Norse gods. Yeah. <laughs> the point where, you know, and that, and that game itself is sort of like a God of War-ish mm. style game. Uh, not that not that I think they can mess it up like Two Human did. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, it could work. I'm I'm just – I always liked it in Greek mythology. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I just kind of liked it yeah. in a universe. Uh, it's almost like taking, um, I don't know, Mario and sticking him into a dream where there's a bunch of shy guys. And, uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> he throws turnips at people. And he throws turnips and just throws it for a loop, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I definitely like the idea. A, okay. because I like the God of War series. Uh, B, because – I liked the way they ended it because mm-hmm. I thought the way three ended was exactly how I wanted the series to end from the first time I ever played one. Okay. You know, where I guess spoilers if you haven't played it, but where he ends up being the reason Greek mythology goes away. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it would be neat to kind of bring that influence into other yeah. mythologies. And I think I commented on this on Facebook, but one thing, while I like Norse, I was really hoping that if they went somewhere else, it would be Egyptian. Well, I was going to say that too, actually. Well, we'll have God of War 5. We can have God of War 6. Yeah, we can have you God got, of War Black got, Flag. God of War <laughs> Unity. <laughs> there we go. But you've got, uh, you know, I mean, you've got like six games in this. Yeah, right. In this. Do you wish, do you? I, I, think it's, I think it's smart that if you make another God of War, that you go elsewhere, though. Yeah. Because other than that, it's just going to be another prequel. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't do anything else yeah. at this point. Or yeah. Especially if you're calling it four. Do you hope that it is Kratos again? Is it someone else just in the same vein? Do you want it to be a Kratos? Do you want it to be someone else? Uh, it, that's kind of up in the air. I think Kratos is definitely the safe character to stay with, yeah. even if they kind of change his appearance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because on some of the concepts, already looks a little older, had a beard. Yeah, like that, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but going with a new character wouldn't be all that bad. It, it's just, you know, that's such a... I mean, I hate to use the word iconic, mm-hmm. but I mean for yeah. that series, that's who you think of whenever you see that's God that. Of that War, for me so. is how you do a God of War for is as you change a character, mm-hmm. yeah. you can keep it in that you know that kind of universe. Um, but I mean, Kratos is iconic. Even if they do something like where you know it's a new looking character, like you said, like mm-hmm. bearded, greasy. Italian, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, with a mustache. Like he's a nice, but he's not. So it's like a different universe, Kratos. Yeah. Okay, yeah. different universe, Kratos. What yeah. if you do that, and then the final boss is original Kratos? Oh yeah. Oh okay. <laughs> you do like a Pokemon Gold Silver. Thing yeah, there. exactly. Yeah. So what do y'all fight the God of War? Yeah. So what do y'all think? Good rumor, bad rumor? Good well, Ruma. I would. Are we saying are we are we judging based on how much it will be true or how yes. much we want it to be true? How much do you think this rumor is like? Do you think this will be a, a substantial rumor? I oh think yeah, a good rumor. you think it's a good yeah, rumor? Yeah, I think I think if there's more than three pictures, it's oh, yeah. You think this is gonna actually be? You think you think it's true? I think it's true. Yeah. Okay. 
yeah. good rumor. Because well, otherwise, it would remind me of that index debacle we had a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. With, the, oh, with the, the fake index pictures. You will so. say, wow. I thought, that <laughs> you second, will say, I, wow. I thought the first index picture was a bad rumor, but I thought that good one. That first, second one was a good rumor. I but. say good rumor because Sony. One to uh, just randomly kill off a good franchise. Yeah, which brings yeah. me to my next rumor has oh, it. Rumor. That apparently Fable Legends may not be done after all. There's been three sources saying that... um, So a lot of the freelance work has obviously left. Mm -hmm. But the people who were contracted out to do this and have already been paid to do it are still finishing it. Mm. They didn't pull the beta when that was up. Like, why would you not pull a beta for a game? You know what I'm saying? Like... So maybe it's a thing that you know it it may just actually still someone else might pick it up. I just don't I just don't see why not. Like I I don't if it's that close. It's that close to being done. It's free to play. Like like you're pretty much you don't have to put any marketing dollars behind it. Make a Facebook update and just launch it. Uh, it You already marketed it by closing the damn company. That's true. That was their plan all along. They saved so much marketing dollars. (laughs) That's smart. (laughs) Make everybody disgruntled. (laughs) Well, I mean, I I think maybe it's going to be vaporware. I think I think it's not going to. I, I think it's going to go the way of what Battlefront did, you know, for a oh, long, Lord. long time until someone else picks. I don't think it'll be uh, if it ever, ever is picked up again. I think it'll be completely modified. I, well, I, but I, the only the only thing about that is like you know, it, Microsoft still owns the Fable license. Like it's not Lion mm-hmm. Heads. So the only way for someone else to pick it up is by Microsoft selling it. And I don't when see, Rare starts making it because yeah, that's all Rare does. Is make I don't it, see like, them doing it. Doing that, see, right. I could see Rare maybe doing it. Actually. Oh, I could see Rare doing it, yeah, but yeah. I don't see Microsoft giving it up. Yeah, no, no, absolutely, so, well, they, they yeah. wouldn't let the franchise um, go away. See, yeah. I feel hmm, good rumor, bad rumor. I want to go with bad rumor for now because I think I'm gonna I, go, I, I, I agree with Michael. I think it's going to be like a while till yeah. this might be get re- maybe gets rejuvenated or comes back as something else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think Fa- I think Fable Legends is like done, uh, but it could like come Sleeping back. Dogs. Yeah. So, so, cool. I say hopeful rumor. Hopeful rumor. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. Let's bring us to uh, new releases. What's coming out next week? Steven's not here to be excited that Dark Souls 3 is coming out in here in the States on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC on Tuesday. It's been out in Japan for the past three weeks, which has caused some controversy. Oh. Uh, let's see. The move, the game based off the movie based off the game, Ratchet Clank, comes out on PlayStation 4 on <laughs> Tuesday. Really? That is their tagline. That's based 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 off the movie. Because it's a reboot, a reimagining, redone of the first game, but they're releasing a movie that is the story of the the first first game, game. and this game is based on that movie. So it's a reimagining of the first game. So it's kind of like that Street Fighter movie game that we had in the 90s. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's also out on. It's also on Tuesday in the movie sometime this month, too. I can't remember. I think it's the 29th. Okay, so the game's a couple weeks before. Yeah. Uh, also on Tuesday, Risk of Rain is popular on PCs, coming out on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation That is a great Vita. game. Yeah. And then, uh, jumping ahead to next Friday, Bravely Second End Layer is coming out on your 3DS, the sequel to Bravely Defaults. Mm-hmm. That seems kind of out of nowhere, but I guess I haven't really been following it. Yeah. I think April 21st is also Star Fox. Yeah. Star Fox. Yeah, that's in a couple weeks. We'll see. So I don't believe that game exists. <laughs> I mean, they haven't said otherwise. It's it's the month. I'll believe it's, it when I see it in my hands. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I go mean, get it. We've, we've come down to games being a week away and not coming out. That's true. Uh, yeah. yeah, you're right. And, and with a game apparently right. with as uh, shitty controls as this, <laughs> we'll see. Matthew, what's the Star Fox game where you're actually each camera 
like the one that we saw. That's Star Fox Guard. Okay, Star that Fox comes Guard. out with, with Zero. Yeah, with package Zero. And there's there's another game coming out April twenty second. Which game is that? That's Tadpole Treble. Tadpole oh, Treble. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard of this one. What's it about? It's fantastic. <laughs> You're a chainsaw. My mom's heard of it. <laughs> You're a chainsaw on a Zamboni. Firing Ooh. time at people. Ooh, You're shooting time. time. Shooting time. Shooting time. time. has nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Cool. And then, uh, y'all want to read some emails? Yeah. Uh, yeah. GameWareExpress at gmail.com is the email address you can send it to. Just like Brandon did, he says, Yo, GameWare fam. Yo, Brandon. When it comes to video games based on movies, it's really <laughs> hit or miss. There's some really great ones and really bad ones. Mm. Name a movie you feel would make a good game and why. But also name a movie that would make a horrible game and why. Uh, this is the other way around. Usually horrible like, what game. game could be a good movie, but what movie could be a good game? Yeah. Movie that would make a horrible game. Gili. <laughs> <laughs> Although interrogating a kid with Down syndrome might be pretty fun in a video game. <laughs> but I'm not sure. Well, I've not seen that, so I don't know. I would say bad movie that would make a good video game would probably be actually Superman vs. Batman. Oh, man. You're jumping yeah. ahead to what I was going to talk That's about. That's called it. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. I didn't read good. your keynotes. No, no, no. You're good. Yeah, I, I, I would just I would just imagine that, yeah. I mean, Batman, I already liked the Batman series. With yeah. The Arkham, you know, the mm-hmm. Arkham series. And, of course, uh, Superman 64 was amazing. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> In its own right. <laughs> could just go through rings the whole time. It would be great. Kryptonite Fall. Kryptonite Fall. And so it was movie that would make a good game and mm. game that would make a good movie? No, it was it was a movie that would make a good game or a movie that would make a bad game or a horrible game. A movie that would make a bad Okay, so a movie that a movie would make, that would make a, a good game. game. I still want like an Avengers, like a proper... like. Avengers. Avengers game, a Marvel Ultimate Alliance they had the 3, arcade, whatever. The like, yeah. You could be Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah, what about Guardians you of the Galaxy? The Guardians, that's what I'm saying. I just <laughs> want a proper, like, Lego Marvel Superheroes was awesome, and I love the Lego aesthetic, but I want, like, a like a Batman Arkham Asylum, like, Marvel Universe. Yeah. A game would be really, really cool, I think. So, it, it, all those action movies. I want a Fast and Furious game. That'd be fun. I kind of think, like, I can think of a few <laughs> movies that I would like to be a good game, but they've already been games they've just been bad. Mm. Yeah, like, so, like Terminator. Uh, oh, right. Or, yeah. You know, of, so you want to get good ter- license action movies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Maybe, maybe a uh, uh, last action hero. <laughs> <laughs> or ooh, oh no, Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd, be, that'd, that'd be, be an awesome game. I would say a, a movie that would make a good game. I think would be Gremlins. Yeah. Now they had a Gremlins game on the NES, right? They did. But it was okay. The Gremlins 2 was like, better. There's like in the 80s and 90s, like every movie I think had a every license. Every movie had a license. Beetlejuice. And most of them actually weren't that bad. That's like when they no, were good. No. Yeah. Like, well, they're all just like, like they're Dick all just Tracy. like generic Aladdin. Yeah. They're all just generic yeah, platformers. They just had to hit one that would hit. Well, I think like, the problem is like, really mess it up. like those games back then, they didn't try to be like the movie. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like now they try to be like the movie and that's mm-hmm. just like stupid. Well, I yeah. can think of a movie that probably would be a bad video game. And Matthew, you're probably going to not like this, but I would think Up. <laughs> no, I think I agree I think that up would not be just moving that house. <laughs> Being a cranky old man. Be like a, a flappy bird style game. Yeah. <laughs> With your house. Ooh, let me cut your that out so we can make a game. We have some developers here. <laughs> I feel like Take It would be a bad game too. Yeah, you just, you're obviously really bad at it. You keep losing. <laughs> yeah. um, let's see. Also, 
With rumors of a new god of war set in Norse mythology, Hey-o. what mythology would you like to see Kratos utterly destroy? We just said yeah. that. So. Well, y'all gave answers. <laughs> Christianity. <laughs> Dang, dude. Dang. <laughs> Kratos versus Jesus? Come on. How would that not be awesome? Kratos versus the Pope. Uh, <laughs> you actually play as a Kratos Iscariot? <laughs> Oh, oh, no. <laughs> all right, now we're my Catholic mother. Email. Quit listening, <laughs> please, I'm right sorry. now. You can edit all that out. <laughs> the uh, totally Egyptian gods. Yeah, yeah the Egyptian would be awesome. I don't know a lot of uh, many like uh, like. I mean, what, what else? What I mean, else is you there? Could, you what could, else is there besides uh, what you mean, like Roman you gods, Hindu, Norse gods, for example? Hindu, Hindu, like yeah, Vishnu, Egyptian. You know. I mean, boy, bad. Aztec. I mean, there'll probably be some Aztec. Yeah. Lore. Yeah, I don't Mayan. Know. Yeah, I would say Mayan. Yeah, I like that. Mayan, that's Incan and Mayan stuff. Yeah, yeah that'd mm-hmm. be cool. Roman's kind of close to the Greek anyway. Like the last boss fight takes place on December twelfth, two thousand fourteen. Which, which was, <laughs> I mean, I never understood that for the fact that when they mark when they were going to stop being a actual civilization as their time of I, ending. Yeah, I know? personally think it was they were carving this out of stone so they got tired. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, it was like, like we can't go on forever with this. I always like I always like the thing like where you know people always believed it, but they never took into account that now we went into leap year. So actually, like the Mayan calendar ended in like August 2013 because oh. if you add the leap day, it yeah. was like an extra 500 days. Yeah, That's uh, but no one took that into account ever. No, nobody was worried about it. Then. <laughs> uh, movie that would make a horrible game, 2012. 2012. Remember that shitty movie? Oh, oh yeah. Would remember. you play the wave? Oh, no, it could right. be good if you are like the world ending and your your goal was to kill humanity. That might be actually not too well, bad. I, I did take that. that back. I did that in SimCity. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I would just build my city and I'll just, I'll Bowser it, I'll earthquake it, I'll, I'll flood it. Nuclear reaction. Yeah. There you go. It's 2012. 2012. Uh, okay. Thanks for writing in, Brandon. This next question comes in from Nicholas. He says, hey, Gameware peeps. So I heard Matt, the creator of Brawl in the Family, was going to be on this week and oh, nearly please. lost my stuff. <laughs> Matt, I'm a huge fan of your work and followed your site since 2008. Thank you so, uh, thank you for such wonderful laughs and great work. I have to ask out of curiosity. I know the Kirby series gets a lot of love from you, DDD hype. But would you say what would you say your other favorite characters slash series are? Uh, well, thank you very much for your nice letter. It's always great hearing from uh, from fans of the comic. Um, as for your question, I guess uh, I, I mentioned it earlier, but I, I just I love the Earthbound series. I think they're mm-hmm. terrific. Um, I'm a huge fan of the Zelda series, and in Smash Brothers, I actually really like playing as a Wii Fit Trainer of all people. Mm. Okay, <laughs> uh, I think people underestimate her. She's got a very <laughs> annoying uh, side B move that throw yoga at you. Yeah, she throws the <laughs> yoga at you. <laughs> and uh, let's see who else. Oh, I love playing as Wario as well. Who's for similar reasons, really, because he's mm-hmm. annoying, like we fit trainer. <laughs> um, yeah, so Zelda and Earthbound, I guess, are my other two top series. Cool. He also says, also show Adam some Waluigi strips later, please. Oh yes, <laughs> Wah, of course. <laughs> and, Waluigi uh, time. <laughs> cool. Thanks for that question, Nicholas. And then we have our last question in uh, from a friend of the show, Scott Bezdek. He writes in with a doozy. He says, "I'm about seventy percent of my way through Quantum Break." And I'm absolutely loving the story. Is that like midway through chapter two? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, on, uh, on a surface level, it appears to be a typical TV movie uh, sci-fi take on time travel where science behind the quantum happenings take a backseat in interest of a crazy action story like Looper or Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. 
However, if you take the time to read all the collectibles, you realize that Remedy really did their homework and used many uh, real-world theories that explain a lot of the plot details. Things like character motifs and uh, decisions can be made. Uh, wait, and decisions can be questioned, but as far as the quantum science behind the story, it is all very sound. By far, is the best attempt at a legit time travel story in games that I've played. So, GameWare Express crew, what is your favorite time travel game, movie, or a TV show, and why? For me, it's Quantum Break, uh, the movie Primer, and the show Lost. If you haven't seen the movie Primer, you're missing out on the best time travel story ever created. If time travel is ever discovered, it'll happen similar to how it happens in Primer. Love, Cass, Scott. So yeah, favorite game, show, or movie? All right, I want to go first because I, I don't. I don't want anyone else taking this. Chrono Trigger and Back to the Future. <laughs> there oh, we go. Yeah. Well, he answered for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah. Same I, here. I don't have a TV show I, though that I can. Think. I kind of like Rick and Morty. I mean, Rick and Morty. Morty. Oh, jeez, Rick. You know, Morty, you're a real pain in my butt. You know what? Uh, television show. Um, uh, Wishbone. Okay. You know the dog. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, video game, uh, other than Chrono Trigger, uh, Sonic CD was great. Uh, that's a good one. Time travel. Oh, that's a good time. one. That's time and, uh, also Majora's Mask. Yes. Yeah, I was I was Very waiting for a Majora's Mask. Yeah. yeah. Or even Ocarina. Yeah. Um, um, movies, Back to the Future, as you said. Mm-hmm. Um, what What else is a good like time travel movie? Well, I mean, there's there's a couple of good ones. Um, I thought Looper was all right. Looper was pretty mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The guy who made Looper also made this movie called Brick, and Brick is a phenomenal movie, not time travel. <laughs> well, yeah. I like Quantum Leap if you're talking about TV shows. Yeah. And, uh, and then, of course, mo- uh, video games. I forgot to do a video game. Uh, time Splitter, too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Time Splitters yeah. is great. Time to Split. I love three. Oh, three, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cortez, man, it's freaking amazing. So my TV show is definitely Lost. Huge Lost fan. Uh, movie Back to the Future, so I'm kind of stealing Scott's. For games, my joke answer is Where in Time is Carmen Sandiego, which I played a lot when I was like six years old. <laughs> Learned all about history. Uh, but also in Dark Cloud, and when you're yeah. rebuilding one of the towns, you have to like go back in time. Like you have to do the time drop. Or is that Dark Cloud 2? That's Dark Cloud. But yeah, in Dark Cloud, you have to like go back in time and like set the town up a certain way, then go back to the to the future, and, and then like things are set because you did it in the past. Hmm. I thought that was a really interesting take on just like placing the town out and yeah. stuff. So I thought it was really cool. Oh, and my uh, my TV show is Futurama. Oh, yeah. Oh, How yeah. can I forget about Futurama? Yeah. That's so great, good. Some great time travel. Yeah. And uh, one just honorable mention for a game with time travel, uh, Dragon Quest V. Yeah. I don't know if it really counts as time travel. It's more like time skips. Mm-hmm. But uh, it does it in a really uh, effective and emotional way. I, I thought it was great. Mm, uh, another great movie, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. <laughs> 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 Wait, you reminded me of an actually good video game, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4. Yeah, Turtles, Turtles in Time. time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. I liked Prince of Persia. Yeah, yeah. So, so how does yeah. time travel actually like? Because isn't time just like a definition we made up to explain why things age? Technically, we're time traveling right yeah, now. Doesn't you're yeah. time traveling as you listen to yeah, this? Just you're time forward. traveling. As you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> At a constant rate. But it's like yeah. you know, because like you know, night and day only exists on Earth due to our perspective of the sun. So like, yeah. like what is this? This, this is, is a video game podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will start about talking about like. Time. I mean, the weird thing. I, I mean, I think that I understand it is that if you create a wormhole now, you can't actually go back in the past. It's only presently, yeah. and then future you can go back to the present. Did you guys see Interstellar? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's had some crazy time stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Black hole. Interstellar was pretty neat. Yeah. It was. It was uh, yeah, I liked it. 
I think another game with time travel is Animal Crossing, where you change your time. And <laughs> yeah, you change the clock. And you're in your <laughs> so town change. Uh, so your turn. Batman Arkham City. Oh, yeah. To Calendar Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you also have that, you know, uh, that was in Arkham Origins and then in Night, where you, like, rewound what happens so in detective mode, which braid? is a really time travel braid. Mega yeah. Man 2, Flashman. <laughs> yep. Stop time. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Thanks for all those questions, guys. GameWareExpress at gmail.com is the email address, which brings us to special stages. Who wants to go first? I built a computer. Hey! <laughs> and uh, so crazy thing is, is as building this computer, um, you know, I had like set up everything that like kind of wanted or needed. But mainly the reason I built this is because my girlfriend needs it to run Photoshop. She's a photographer. Has to have a high processor. Her yeah. now like nine year old MacBook just isn't really doing it. The white clamshell. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, no, it was it's a it's the Pro, but the um the the first like aluminum oh, that they okay. made. Yeah, so yeah, it was that one. Sure. Um, well, I don't know if it was the first aluminum because I got mine the year before her, and hers is called the Pro. Mine is not, and mine's just called the MacBook, but it's like the same thing. Huh. Uh, you know how Apple does. It. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, but then she found a case that she really wanted, and so I was like, okay, cool, I'll just get it. And I got it, and while everything fits, there's like absolutely no slot for an optical drive. <laughs> that's terrible. That's, gotta get, I guess you can get a weird external one, Yeah, but that's you no can. fun. You can with the, with the thing, <laughs> USB. But yeah. Um, What'd you go with? Like what? what uh... The graphics card I got was a GeForce uh, GTX... 960 okay I'm, I'm a 970 so it's yeah. like this right there right there um yeah i didn't get like th stuff to like you know run games properly mainly got it for i got the i5 processor mm -hmm. 4590 um, okay. um yes okay that's what i have yes um some white case yeah some motherboard mga <laughs> i think it was um, yeah, I don't know. But okay. building a computer was fun because I haven't done that. And did you have to change out the fan, years. like to like provide ventilation for it? No, the case comes with like two fans built in. Oh, that's good. Like a back one and a top one, mm -hmm. and then you know the the cooling system and processor. Typically, all have its you own. know, whenever you change yeah. your graphics card, sometimes you have to change that fan as well. Yeah. Um. This this is like a it's a huge case, so it has a lot of room oh, uh, to vent. Uh, so I, I don't know. I may need to get another one for the graphics card, but I'm not sure. I have a I have a second. I got a second fan just yeah. because I don't want to overheat. And my friend told me you can never have too many fans. Yeah, so, this one came mm -hmm. with two. Okay, yeah. So maybe that's mine a good has thing. two in the front, yeah. one on the top, and then I got like a big one. It's like it's a pretty solid fan. Yeah. It's a it's, keep that know, shit cool. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was fun to build. It yeah, was, you know, I haven't done that. Over ten years, so it was kind of nice. Too bad I'm not building it for Half Life Three. <laughs> <laughs> Next time. Next time. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I uh, I went and saw Batman v Superman. Ooh, how was I am weekend. sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we we're we're pushing two hours, so I'll keep this brief. Uh, it was horrible. It was absolutely atrocious. <laughs> I've never seen a movie I hated more. I was physically ill when I left the theater, and I was in a bad mood for two hours after I saw the movie. Oh. Dang, you were that mad at it. You must have that movie tavern. <laughs> no, I did not. How about Dang. that Rogue One trailer? I haven't watched it yet. Like, you were you were more salty than when I saw Pixels. Yes, <laughs> man. <laughs> I, I That movie was absolutely horrible. I hate it. I've never had the Zack Snyder beef before, but fuck Zack Snyder. Fuck Warner Brothers for greenlighting that. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm done. 
<laughs> Wait, so so what is this segment then? Just anything. <laughs> Any, what do you want to talk? What's well, a great restaurant? You know, you know anything you want to kind of talk about? Plug. You, you know, any non-video game thing. I also finished Daredevil season two, which is awesome. So good on them. Check that out. Well, uh, I mean, I can go maybe if you, you want to. Oh, I can go if you want to. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I, I I've been watching uh, on Netflix. Um, Bob's Burgers, the okay, yeah, I think it's All the right, fifth season. Bobby. It shows hilarious, <laughs> right, Bobby? <laughs> I, lo- I love Bob's Burgers. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just for the fact that we we were raised uh, with a restaurant for a while, uh, so yeah. um, I could totally relate. And, and Michael is pretty much Gene, Gene as a Gene. kid. Yeah, I'm pretty much Gene. <laughs> <laughs> this is me now. <laughs> so I've just been really just enjoying Bob's Burgers in general. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Actually, uh, Sarah and I just were watching that too. Um, she's I kind of got her into that show, and uh, they just put the new season up. So we started watching that, and I uh, and I watched the new season of Archer, which got put up as well. That's what I need to get caught up on. I saw the first season of Archer and loved it, and then I just yeah. kind of stopped watching it Archer. It better, better from there. Yeah. 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 yeah, I think I just need to restart at this point, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's really good. Cool. Take us home, Vaughn. Uh, I built a Pokemon TCG deck for like the first time in like 12 years. Whoa. <laughs> Are we talking about these new like overpowered bullshit cards yeah. or like the real cards? Oh. Like the, the, the new stuff. Mm. What colors? Uh, I'm running mostly just well, one attack thing. It's not really like a color, but if I had to go with a color for the deck, it's Psychic, so it's purple. Yeah, okay. I like Psychic deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the Psychic. It's, I had a Psychic it's, Water one back in the day. That one was pretty neat. It's mostly based off of this move that's called round, and it does more damage depending on how many Pokemon on your side have the round attack. And oh. it does 30 times the amount of Pokemon that have that attack. Dang. So basically my strategy is to fill up my bench with nothing but these Pokemon that have round, and it's Meloetta EX, which is basic Pokemon with 110 HP. And I <laughs> throw out my Seismic Toad, and now I'm doing 180, 180 damage, damage. Ter- per turn. Yeah. <laughs> just fo- just off of one double colorless energy. Well, Matthew used so to annoy me with Scyther. Scyther. He just had this yeah, sword dance, deck. and he was just always Scyther. Sword dance, oh double god, colorless Scyther. energy. Scyther was so good back then. Mr. Mime. Mr. Mime, yeah. Mr. Mime couldn't get hit by Scyther, you know. <laughs> so are you, like, diving back into this? Or are you going to start competing in TCG, or are you just doing it for fun? I'm mostly doing it for fun right now. Like, okay. my friend was talking about it for, like, a while. She really wants me to get back into, like, playing, at least with her. So okay, cool. Just, like, I have something to work with for now. And then, like, I might buy more cards later. That, that man, rip your wallet. <laughs> rip Vaughn's wallet. It's actually a lot cheaper nowadays. Oh, what? good. Crazily enough. It's like, if you want to build, like, the really expensive decks, that's, like, one thing. But, like, there are actually, like, a lot of really good decks that aren't expensive at all. Like, this deck that I just made is actually really, really good, but it only cost me, like, $30 to make. Not too so, bad. How much does a base set Charizard go for now? Probably still like around bucks. fifty or sixty dollars. So just yeah. kind of hovering around there. It's never gotten to, changed. <laughs> yeah, it's never gotten to the Black Lotus level. Then. Mine got stolen. No, Bl- Black oh, Lotus sorry, will man. always be First like the most expensive pack. card ever. I ever <laughs> opened. <laughs> First booster pack I ever opened had a first edition holographic Charizard. Nice. Do you still thing? have it? No, it got stolen. No. Oh, that's awful. Damn, I used to go to the books a million tournaments. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> it got stolen out of there. They took it. Yeah, that's it sad. was the only card they took too. Mm. You probably dipped yeah. into water too. <laughs> yeah. Gave it a water attack. Cool. <laughs> Bless, Bless you. you. And that brings us to the end of our show. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. Where yeah. can people find you, your stuff, your game, your oh, yeah, anything? Okay. Uh, Brawl on the com was the, was the comic website, and it's going to be updated again uh, starting in May. We're going to kind of revamp Ooh. the site a little bit. We're going to link to all the stuff I'm working on now. 
like Tadpole Trouble and Quest of Souls, Nefarious, and NF Magazine. But uh, for our game Tadpole Trouble, it's coming out uh, April 22nd. And you can find it at tadpoletrouble.com or bitfinitygames.com. Also, you can Google Facebook and just Tadpole Trouble. You can get our Facebook page. And it's going to be on Steam. So if you go also Steam and then Tadpole Trouble, you'll get our store, our Steam store. Oh, and on the Wii U. And on the Wii U. <laughs> but that's a little bit later. Yeah, so April 22nd for Steam, uh, sometime spring 2016 for Wii U, depending on how long it takes us to get through LotCheck. <laughs> cool. Hopefully and not long. Remember, you can win a copy of the game yes. on Steam. You can play it now. You can play it right now before the game comes out. Yeah. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash GameWorkExpress, and leave a comment of the game's uh, characters, uh, the yeah, main character's main name. main character's name, which we will not tell you. Again. Like, no. Nope. You can't rewind it. Cool. <laughs> um, you can That's fo- my favorite time game. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter. I am at Adam Arinder. At Frismanuts. At V for Extreme 12. Uh, at Mike Toronto. Uh, I think it's at Matthew P. Toronto, but I'm not 100% sure. It is, because I found you on I followed oh, you okay. recently. At Matthew P. Toronto. You can find Gameware on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamewareBR, or this podcast, facebook.com slash GamewareExpress. You can listen to this on every Friday on SoundCloud when I post it, as well as on iTunes, Google Play, and Xbox Music. Also, check out QuestOfSouls.com. Our Kickstarter is currently going. We've recently crossed the $10,000 mark, Woo. and we are going strong. Woo-hoo. Um, check us out there. Also, King Crow Studios on Facebook. Um, as I said, guys, thank you so much. I'm glad we could finally make this happen. Thank you oh, for joining yeah. us this evening. Vaughn and Neil, as always, thank you all for joining me. Yes, thank yeah. you, everyone out there, for listening. Have a great weekend, and we will see you next week. 